I feel the earth move under my feet. <laughs> what do you think of that? Two people talking Bitcoin, but they're talking more of the dirt and the farm and the, the chopping of the wood, the art. Popsicles. Now, that was interesting. What her and, uh, her and her boy. We got uh, Corinne. Corinne, Corinne, Corinne. Till it ain't. Till ain't on uh, Twitter. Anyways, what a great talk. It is what I figured. I heard her on Vallis. Had to have her on. What a uh, interesting angle from uh, the youth in Bitcoin. Anyways, it was a great conversation, talking music, talking art, talking farmer's markets, talking making popsicles, talking about chocolate. We may have a cacao bean buyer over here and it's just going to go on and on and on. It's the, what Bitcoin does. It's just going to open up the world. But anyways, an interesting path, an interesting lady. Uh, just, it was a good conversation. And this is what it's all about. We need to talk not just the, the, the tech, the this, the that, and oh, Bitcoin goes up. You got to talk about life because Bitcoin is life. It's the engine. It's the fuel and the fire. Anyways, I hope you enjoy this one. It's a good one. Uh, as always, if you love it, tell everybody. And if you don't, just keep your damn mouth shut. Okay? Oh, yeah. And Swan Bitcoin forward slash Mother Trucker. And get yourself something. Give me a little bit of something. Welcome to reality. Easy money makes life hard. Hard money makes it easy. So belly on up to the bar. Tell a story, hey, show your scout. in the house, bar stools and Bitcoin and bullshit. There you go. Make your mama proud. That's how it works. And we hope we do. We don't we hope we don't sadden her today. Anyways, here we are. We today on the old show, whatever the hell this is. We have uh, Corinne, otherwise known as Tillit Ain't. She forgot the T on there somehow. <laughs> it's just Tillit Ain't. But anyways, Twitter, Anna, you're on that Mastodon. You're not on there much, though, but that Bitcoin hackers, I think, now. That's right. Yeah. But anyways, we're going to have ourselves just a regular old chat because I got interested when, like I said, when I heard you on Vallis and things like that. And it's like, oh, what the hell? Like, this is a story here because... Uh, 
you know, it's, it's funny because we're both sort of no techie people. Mm-hmm. You're on the younger side and I'm on the fat old side, <laughs> you know, and we both <laughs> found it and we're both this, this year, 2020 is how we found it. You know? So I think we got to, it, it's, it's wild to have sort of that commonality story in there. Mm-hmm. But anyways, if you, if uh, you want to give a little bit of background on yourself, you can go ahead and do it as much as you want to give and as much as you don't want to give. Yeah, sure. Well, I think, um, I mean, I released a thread on Twitter a little while ago, just mainly I was thinking, you know, like, like, like you said, we're not techie backgrounded people. Um, I never even gave a thought to what money was or any of that shit. I was just trying to do my thing, create stuff, grow plants, learn plant medicine, whatever. But, uh, yeah, so I grew up in the country. You know, I grew up riding horses, shooting yeah. boats, yeah. shooting guns. That's my dad and my brother trapped. Yeah, That's like right. that, that was my shit. And then I, it's crazy that it took me leaving home, you know, going to the city, which wasn't that far away, but still a lot different life, going to art school, working in restaurants for 15 years, um, a pretty liberal left leaning <laughs> lifestyle for a little while, yeah. like some psychedelics and shit, yeah. yoga, meditation, that whole land. And then like, it took that long and then COVID and then Bitcoin. And now I'm like, fuck, I just want to be back where I was. I want to like live off the land, off the grid, have a garden, have some horses, Yeah. you know, um, secure my shit. And that's it really. Well, how was it that when you, like, because you were, when you went to the city and you were, you were kind of living the crazy life and having fun. That's what you were doing. You're having fun and totally, yeah. seeing, seeing the world out. and seeing, figuring it out. Cause mm-hmm. God knows, I, God knows I did that really heavy. I was in a band for, from the time I was 18 till I was 30, I was on the road in a band. So oh, I, I, I saw too much of the world. <laughs> I saw <a> too much. <laughs> might have seen more than I should have but when you were when you were doing all that and having your fun and opening your eyes to the world how was it in the midst of that was it COVID because I know it was for me when they did the shutdown I went I went berserk we we loaded up the RV with spam and freaking rice and beans and everything Mm -hmm. and everything just went kind of crazy and then stumbled upon it I'd heard about it but I never looked at it so how did it happen for you I mean, same boat. I had a close friend who was like shilling me basically memes and shit, you know, via text message and had put the Bitcoin standard in my hands. And I mean, I'm, I'm an artsy hands on play in the dirt kind of gal. I'm not trying to like read technical things or about money or economics, not, not my bag at all. So I tried reading it. I was like, I don't, I don't know about this. Like, it probably makes sense. Maybe. I don't know. You know? Um, so it was, it was that. And then I actually, it was a Pascal art boy, um, a specific painting of a gesture and contemplation in Paris that I saw. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. And it was specifically that painting that I saw. I was like, that's interesting. Yeah. So I was like, Hmm. Okay. I remember that painting from art school, from art history. And then he did his take on it with Bitcoin or whatever. 
whatever. And I was like, all right, let me investigate this a bit more. And then I think I had heard um, My Living Truth. Yeah. Um, John Vallis, because I was like lurking around on Bitcoin Twitter, because I had had a Twitter account from like years ago when I was right. following like art stuff and psychedelic stuff. Right. And I was like, shit, my art, I still have a Twitter handle. Cool. Like, <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> yeah. And so, like, I had found Optimist and John Vallis podcast and listen to that and I was like damn this dude and I like align really well on a lot of things and like he strikes some chords in me and then I was like hmm, maybe I should like do a little investigating and then yeah Breed Loves uh Masters and Slaves of Money had been published like around then and I read that and like lost my fucking mind and I was like <laughs> holy shit like this is what i've been looking for as far as truth goes and like real knowledge you know right. and uh I, that was it and then i was gone from there from there you just there you go yeah yeah that's a good that's a good one to find if if you if you had no background on it you know mm -hmm. and, and man you run across that because when i read that a lot of a lot for me because I fell down the rabbit hole in 1985 and there was nothing. <laughs> I was just swimming out, just swinging, you know. And and when I read stuff like like Breed Loves or or books, things like that that are Bitcoin thing, it's like for me, it's it's just like I shake my head and go, finally, I I have been affirmed that I was well, not I wrong all this like time. The stuff, the stuff I felt or the stuff intuitively now now has like a cohesive. A uh, group of words put together that can, like, you know, articulate it correctly. Right. Yeah. Right. So we can understand it. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Because I'm not, I, I'm not much of an articulator. <laughs> it doesn't come out that way. It comes out usually, usually on the wild side of shit, and people go, "What the hell are you talking about?" <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like when I, when I found this, I all of a sudden stopped being crazy. When I found <laughs> Bitcoin, I stopped being. It, it was like, because all my life, all the crazy stuff that I've said, and I, I just know this is wrong and all this other stuff. And I would, you know, I'm talking Austrian economics to people back in the sure. 90s. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? We're yeah. fine. Money. I got some in my pocket. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. You know, and then, and all my, and all my friends had that, the, the high pain. I, I, when, when, I quit college and went off and joined the circus, like I said, in the band. Mm -hmm. And uh, then after that became a hairdresser, which doesn't fit, but I did it for a decade and then Harley mechanic and a truck driver. So I've never had that real grossly, highly paying job where a lot of my friends did computer science and shit in the eighties. So they make buku bucks now, you know, they're way ahead of us on that mm -hmm. stuff. But I, I was telling them, I go, yeah, but our money's shit. It doesn't matter if I got $5 and you got a hundred. We got nothing. And they're like, uh, you're crazy. Shut up, Bubba. <laughs> you know, I just heard it most of the time. So sure. when I found Bitcoin, all of a sudden it was like, I'm not crazy. Right. I'm, I'm validated. I'm fucking being validated for what I already like inherently knew to be broken or, you know, incorrect. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. I yeah. didn't realize you were 2020 also. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I heard about it. So, strange history on this internet thing and technology and unplugging from the world, which I think I'm going to, I don't know how much longer this podcast is going to happen. I think I'm going to unplug again. Sure. I dig it. 
because what happened earlier in the week was a big red flag to me, you know, when big tech shut, whether you like him or not, they shut the president of the United States off. Right, <laughs> you know, like if, if he can get canceled, who, anyone. Who the hell am I? Who the hell am I? Right, right, yeah. right. right. Yeah. So that was kind of a red flag to me. But uh, I heard about it. I was over in the Philippines with my wife. We were living over there in all of 2012. And where we lived, it was in, you know, it was out near the jungle on the Pacific Ocean. There was, oh, oh if you, if you stood with a, your left hand on the coconut tree and your right foot somewhere else and hold the phone right, you got one bar. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you know, I mean, you're yeah. just, we were just gone and it was great. You know, built a house on the, I had a hundred foot of Pacific Ocean frontage for a hillbilly. That's the dream, right? Oh, yeah. And I built a house and I don't know what I was doing, but I built it. It was easy cinder blocks. Okay. I can put that shit together, you know? Sure, sure. So I hired some guys anyways, built a house. And, uh, once the work was done, here's the one problem with the beat, the beach dream life. Once your work is done and, and this isn't supposed to sound racist, but it will, when you're a foreigner in another country, mm-hmm especially like the Philippines, I'm not allowed to do nothing like work wise, this wise, mm-hmm. I can't wife could can do whatever she wanted. So <laughs> it came to a problem. I told my wife, I said, we got to sell the house and get the fuck back to America. I have to go to work. And mm-hmm. she said, why? Because we had enough money. That wasn't a problem. She said, why? And when I opened that beer bottle, and I said, it's 730 a.m. and I'm opening a beer fucking bored <laughs> well and i would just and it went on for like weeks where i was just 7 30 and i'd mm-hmm. sleep at like about noon till two and then get up and start going again because there was nothing to do right so we got out of there so anyways come back to america but i enjoyed that year of not being in touch so much that i get back to america at the at the end of 2012 basically t- 2013 i didn't i didn't we didn't have a computer in the house for uh shit really till 2015 (laughs) and i heard about again and i was like well it didn't make any sense to me because i wasn't looking at the philosophy the philosophy if i would have seen that would have made sense that's the side that hooks up we're not the techie side we're the philosophical side right yeah Yeah. and all i saw was all i saw was the tech well anyways then in 2016, my wife went back to the Philippines for a year to set up our farm. We got a cacao farm and coconuts and shit. No shit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We got, cool. we got, we got a, I think a total of 30 acres. No. Mm-hmm. Five acres. No. The land. A hectare is two acres. Oh. I'm talking to my wife. She's telling me we only have five acres. And when oh, I she's said. Doing that, yeah, and I said a hectare's two acres. She went, oh, so, <laughs> something around in that divided up between three different lands, and one's one's growing hardwood trees, so that's not really a farm. It's just growing hardwood trees that they use for making plywood over in Asia. Mm-hmm. The other one though is cacao, coconuts, papaya, bananas. <gasps> yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's, wow. but it's all hers. The joke is, I put no work into this farm except for laying the cash out you know she sure, did a, sure. it, it's her farm it's because everything's hers anyways i'm gonna be dead 
you know, she's 18 years younger than me. So, you know, she's 40, I'm 58. I'm dying first. It's just the way it's going to go. You okay. Know? But there, it's, but got some years left too. Yeah, but it's for her. But anyways, in 2016, she went over there. So I went back out on the road in the truck. I was driving local, so I was sort of in touch. But mm -hmm. again, once I hit the road, I said, fuck the computer. And I didn't get totally. back on. I didn't get back on a computer till like midway through 2017. Mm -hmm. And I'm and you know, of course, the news. Here's the big run-up. And I'm like, mm -hmm. But the way, again, with the technology, I said, well, why, if Bitcoin is supposed to be the savior of money, why the hell is it priced in U.S. dollars? It's based on shitty money. I didn't realize it was all, I didn't realize it was a worldwide bet, and I didn't realize it wasn't a company, the whole fucking gig, you know, so then when it finally came back to me here when the shutdown came like i said i went i went bonkers the zombies are gonna attack blah 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 yeah. and the funniest story that and it was a kicker because i went so nuts i went to the bank and i said i i gave him a week's notice i called him and i said i want fifty thousand dollars out of my account and they said no you can't have it all mm -hmm. and i went and I went, whoa, 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 what? And they go, well, we yeah. can give you, we can give you thirty-five and a check for fifteen. I went, no, 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 no. I need the right. cash. Yeah. And anyways, I ended up getting it because I switched banks. I take their thirty-five and I said, fuck you. Close the account. Went over to another bank and opened it up and said, now give me that fifteen thousand. You can mm -hmm. have the rest in there. And I'm walking around and this is the time I was driving a truck for Walmart, and my wife was riding with me. So we're carrying this safe around that looks like a briefcase. We're yeah. in the truck and we're in the RV and we got 50 G <laughs> with us. And that's how crazy <laughs> I was. Cause if it's time to go, it's time to go. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So fucked up that you can't like take your money out of the bank. I had a similar situation. I had a call ahead, drive around to four different banks to get like 40 K out. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? This is my money. How, how do I have to do all this driving and like footwork to get my money into my hands? And I was like, that's a red flag. That was like six months or, you know, a couple of years prior to me, like actually like investigating Bitcoin, but like. But it stuck what, with you. Yeah, yes. I did. Like, that's yeah. creepy. Like, that, yeah. That's my heart. That's like, that's my shit. Why yeah. are you going to block me from getting it? I never even thought about that as a thing. I never had that much money for the first, you know, in general. So like, it was never going to, like, I never knew that was an issue. Till right. then. Yeah. Stuff for sure. Yeah, yeah. And that's, and that's the thing. And then when you, the, you know, I always told everybody, I knew what the situation was, but I had taken money out like that before, but I'd always given them the notice and weeks notice. They usually need it. Cause what they got to do, they got to call the federal reserve to get actual right. dollars yeah. in the yeah. fucking bank. Right. right. So I knew if you ever, when you're signing those bank papers, if you ever look down at them and read them, the minute it goes in there, it ain't yours no more. It mm -hmm. is not yours. It is legally fucking theirs. Yeah, yeah, man. I had to sign some shit that they were flagging my account that I was drafting that, that I was taking my money out. I had to sign some shit that they were like, we have to flag your account because you're taking over this amount out. Yeah, you're over. I was like, what the fuck? You're yeah. me? What does that mean? And they're like, we're just letting them know. We're letting them. It's the terrorist like, thing. It, it's part of the Patriot Act. Yeah. It's part what? of the Patriot Act. Yep. Yeah. 
that blew my mind. I was like, this is fucking me up kind of like, I don't think this is like good. I don't know. I have no idea about what's going on, but this is not right. <laughs> yeah. It just felt wrong. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I just did that. I did that recently. I, I wired 25 K to Swan when, once that buy instantly button showed up, I 25 K and I'm, I've just been bam, bam, bam. But when I was at oh, the yeah. bank, when they were at, at the bank and they're doing the wire transfer, they're at, they asked, they had to ask me because it's over 10,000. What's mm -hmm. this money for? And I said, I'm investing in corn futures. Yeah. <laughs> so what I told them, oh, yeah. <laughs> the future of corn. <laughs> Like, oh, America, of course, that's all we're gonna do is monocrop corn. Yeah, yeah, they got no problem with corn futures, they don't have problems with that. <laughs> so, you just tell them that, yeah. So, and I had experienced that when we were over in the Philippines because we had a Philippine bank, and it's ridiculous over there. Like, the equivalent of trying to take out a thousand bucks literally takes about four hours at the bank because you need six or seven signatures. So it came to the point where she would go to the bank. I would walk across to the bar and I'd wait because <laughs> you know? sure. I, I couldn't do it. I was like, just give me my fucking money. Oh, but sir, da, 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 you know, the, the thing that goes on. Oh, yeah. So I, wow. I, but I'd never experienced it in America until this time. Mm -hmm. And so that was a trigger. And then I stumbled across a podcast the rest is the rest is history. I didn't know how I was going to do it because driving a truck, I couldn't get on the computer and trade. I'm driving down the fucking road, right? Because I oh, thought sure. people were trading it. And yeah. it was and I heard Corey Clipson from Swan on a podcast. And I wasn't really paying attention. And all of a sudden I heard Auto DCA. There it is. I like turn the radio no, up, rewind. Yeah. yeah. And I went, okay, I'm in. I'm in. And I come home that day and I said, I said, sweetie we're dumping a bunch of fucking money. Uh -huh. And when I said Bitcoin, she goes, but you said it's bullshit. I go, I didn't know what it was. It ain't bullshit. It's real. And I'm on it. Yeah. This is like the only real thing we have right now. So this is what we're doing. Yeah. I, that same. I told my husband, I was like, Hey, I finally actually investigated this and like, I got a heart on for it. I think it's something we need to do. And he's like, I do the finance stuff of ours. Like we have a business together and I do the finances in general for our partnership. So he's like, mm -hmm. obviously I trust you, like go for it, whatever you think, do it up. Here you go. Here's some checks, right. do whatever. So like, okay. your, your cash reserves, your cash reserves are in Bitcoin. Yes, cool. absolutely. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. And then recently he's like, you know, Cause he was like, same as me, didn't give a fuck about politics, got investigating politics, never trusted anything. It was like, I don't know, like, you know, the left, like, oh, like it makes sense that everyone should have access to all these things, right? Like that seems nice. It sounds or good. Whatever. It sounds nice. It sounds nice. And like, we, we're humanitarian-ish, you know, like we love people. We all understand we're all connected and like, why shouldn't everyone have access to all these things? But then it was like Bob learning about how they actually get these things is like stealing from all of us who are working our dicks off every day because we're not tech people. We're like manual labor or serving or whatever. Yep. And then we're like, okay, basically anarchists now, cool, whatever. But uh, 
he recently, just the other day, was like, well, the money printer's firing up, so we might as well just like throw all of that in Bitcoin, right? And I was like, yes, yeah. welcome. <laughs> That's, That's good. That's good. Because because being because being in a marriage, it's it's good that both people go do it. Because if one's mm-hmm. not and one is, you know, it's mm-hmm. a problem. But yeah, uh, that's cool that you guys are are putting it into the, you know, your 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 business is is <laughs> what it, it's you'll be like the Michael a, a small Michael Saylor where your business yeah. will be making fiat, mm-hmm. and if Bitcoin takes off, you'll be making more just watching the TikTok. Right. and like we love making food we love making food and like making good quality food from good quality food products like that's our that's our that's our shtick if you will are you guys catering are you catering no No, we make actually we make popsicles which sounds funny oh yeah yeah yeah. local real shit popsicles but like jason's been a chef forever and then like specialty products um we have our eye on a pizzeria right now. You do um, what? Say that again. We have our eye on a pizzeria right now. Ah, there you pizzas. I was in the pizza business forever and ever and ever and ever ago. It's yeah. a good markup. It's a hell of a markup. It is. And like, <laughs> you know, that's like that's my husband's creative outlet is like food stuff like that, savory food. Yeah. And like yeah, if we can just like make really nice stuff playing that and then keep our reserves in Bitcoin and then like also set up the opportunity for people to pay us in Bitcoin at a discount at a shop. Yep. Why not? Right. Yep. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and that, that, and the food business, I had a hot dog cart for a while and that was kind of fun. Uh, just out on the, I had a hot dog cart out on oh, the street. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, that was fun as shit. Cause I just love just Jack and John, you know, who doesn't like a hot dog? You know, who doesn't yeah. like a hot dog? But uh, the, uh, the pizza business, I've got a friend who that's who I went to work for since 1983. He had mm-hmm. just opened and he said he needed help. So, okay, I'll come in and, you know, rolling dough in the morning, delivering at night, doing the whole goddamn deal. Yeah. Now, now he's got, eight of those a brewery a gourmet pizza place and a commissary of all organic Mm -hmm. and it grows on his farm Mm -hmm. so over the course of those years Mm -hmm. da 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 and it's been really cool to watch that progress so i know what you're talking about that's awesome and like that's our end all be all goal is like you know secure some property be off the grid for ourselves if it so happens that we can like still work it out to sling pizzas cool like who knows what it'll look like in the city in however many years i don't know yeah um, well i don't know the, the cities in 20 so like, years might look yeah, yeah the, the, the cities in 20 years might look like a fucking war zone so it's probably exactly. best to be out <laughs> exactly so be out and like that's what we just talked about actually last night uh we were taking our dog for a walk and it was like well we we love this. We want to do this. So we'll do it for now. And yeah. then if we got a bail, we got a bail. That's fine. You know, we have yeah. our backup plan. Sure. And sooner than later, we'll be on some acreage, not in the city and, you know, yeah. be able to handle our shit. No problem. Yep. There you go. But in the there meantime, yeah, like you said, it's so, it's, it's, it's great to just jaw with people and bullshit and make some stuff that we're proud of and we love doing. So like, yeah. that's, well, that, we like that's the whole gig. You know, because if you got to go to work, make sure it's something you like to do, because otherwise, 
otherwise it's a it's a it's a bad it's a bad road you know it's 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 because you're there most of i mean you have to work i know a lot of people say you don't have to but i can tell you because without working you get fucking bored out of your damn school oh i'll lose my mind i'm gonna work forever i have to Exactly. And I'm like you. I like I I I don't I I get mad at myself when I look at my fingernails and there's no dirt. I'm like, this is right. a, bad, yeah. a bad day. I didn't do nothing. You right. know? Yeah. So I'm well, kind of the same nice, way. I don't have a knife callus anymore. I don't have dirt under my fingernails. Like I don't have paint all over me. What am I doing? Yeah. yeah. I'm, not, I'm not doing it right. Something's wrong here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyways, on that, uh you you said something back there. And I meant to touch on it. God damn it. See what happens when you get old? You just lose shit. You just, just lose. <laughs> I don't know if that's old. I do that all the time. Ah. <laughs> uh, oh, I know what. It was the thing of like when you said you figured out, you know, like it's nice to give everybody something. But then when you figured out that they're because oh, the, the yeah. government, the government literally has mm-hmm. nothing, has mm-hmm. nothing to give it to somebody. They took it away from somebody else. Mm-hmm. And, and what they've been doing for almost 100 years is they take from one group give to the other Mm -hmm. but then they turn around and take from that same group they just gave something to to give back to the other ones and it's Mm -hmm. all for it's all for votes Mm -hmm. and it's it's completely which is why they went off the whole gold standard they couldn't reality couldn't keep up with what they're doing because it's not reality it is Mm -hmm. nice and it sounds good that everybody has everything but it's mm-hmm. not reality. It's never and, been reality. It's not, not gonna be reality. Nature, man, like nature's not fair, right? Yeah, and, no, like, no, no, no. We, we are nature. I think we've like built this, like we've built ourselves up into this whole thing that like we're like separate from or whatever. We're not. No, it's no. Not fucking fair. We're just and, animal. We're animals that stand upright. That's all we are. Right. We have tools and shit. Cool. We have fire and stuff and technology, whatever. Right. But like it's not fair. So, I mean, that right there, that right there stops that idea of like, oh, everyone should have access to everything. Like, yeah, they should, but we shouldn't all just like have all the things. That's just not natural. It's not going to happen, first of all. And the way to get there is by stealing from all of us. Like, that's also not, that doesn't work. That's not, that's not how it should go. That's not how it goes. Well, no. And it's like everybody, well, everybody does, mostly in this country, maybe not, you know, and I know that, you know, I've lived in the third world and I've traveled over mm-hmm. in Europe and shit. Everybody's got different circumstances. Totally. But, in, but in America, almost, I'm going to say at least 95% of the people have access to anything they want. They just may have to work harder for it from their starting point, right? Totally. Yeah. But when they say, oh, well, we need equal access. Well, you have equal access, but you don't have equal outcomes. People do mm-hmm. not have equal outcomes. There's some, you know, like I like to say, there's short people, there's tall people, there's fat people, there's skinny people, there's pretty people, there's ugly people. We're all different. Mm-hmm. We have the same access, but the outcomes are going to be different depending mostly on 80% luck, 20% talent. Because sure. you can you can be the most talented person in the world, but if it's the wrong time mm-hmm. of life, it just doesn't happen. I mean, right. how many artists, how many artists, whether it's painters, sculptors, songwriters, movie makers, they do shit before it's time. Mm-hmm. And so the mass public goes, I don't get it. 
I don't right. get it. And then time catches up to what they've left and go, oh, <laughs> now we get it. You know, so I don't think, I'm not sure we're supposed to be, uh, I'm not sure everybody's supposed to have it nice. <laughs> well, know? and then like, what the fuck is the point, right? If like, you just have everything you need, like if you don't have a struggle, like yeah, even in general, what kind of story is that to watch or listen to or read or whatever? Like if there's no like, peaks and valleys or strikes and gutters what's the point of the journey if it's just given to you like where if there's no struggle I just don't see the point necessarily I guess right like exactly cool story bro like oh I I was born and I had all the things I needed and then it died like what is that <laughs> yeah no. I, had it. I, I had everything so the stories I told my grandkids was well I didn't do nothing but I had everything story over <laughs> And what the right. fuck, you know? And and yeah, there's never boring. been and and would there be any good books to read, any good movies to watch if there wasn't mm -hmm. struggle? Because right, and you, like all the best art, all the best music, all the best writing sure. arguably comes out of hard times and struggle, right? Like that's the nature of our existence, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. we can like we can we can go on a Bitcoin standard and not live in a fiat world of filth and deceit and disgust and decay, right? But there's still going to be struggle and there's going to be and that's beautiful and there's going to be exponential growth, which is also beautiful. But it's I just think like I don't I don't want I don't want the easy life and I guess I didn't grow up with that. So yeah. I appreciate I appreciate what I have because I've worked for it so hard. Right. Um, and why Bitcoin really turned me on because I was like, I've been working my ass off since I was like 11 years old babysitting. And then I was bailing hay. Then I was yeah. mucking stalls. Then I got restaurant jobs or whatever. But like, yeah, I worked my ass off. And then I was like, oh, Bitcoin is a spot that I can secure everything I've been working for because right. it's not just going to like inflate away to nothing. That's the thing. Like, 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 cause you know, I, I don't know how old you are, but I can kind of guess You've got a long future of this. Okay, in your 30s. You got mm -hmm. a long damn future before you're even going to slow up, right? Mm -hmm. And we don't know what's going to happen with Bitcoin, but we got an idea because it's almost inevitable that it has to happen at some point. And sure. so, like you said, everything you're working for, if, we, if you didn't have Bitcoin, there's no payoff at the end of the rainbow because <laughs> there may not be an end of the rainbow. Yeah. So when you, so when you get up there, whatever, 60, 65, 70, you'll be going, okay. And, and, and you, you won't be like some people now, you know, in that age group, they're scared every day. Cause all they've got is that shitty fucking social security check. Cause right. first off, they didn't save nothing and so forth and so on, or something happened and most of their wealth went away, medical, whatever. Mm -hmm. And they're scared every fucking day. Right. And that's no way to live. Like you should never live from a space of fear ever. That's Especially during those days. Cause you know, when you do get, when you do get older, you kind of want the struggle to sort of slow down, <laughs> you know? Sure, sure. No, no, I get it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We're talking like beginning to end story. So like beginning, yeah. learn, 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 struggle, struggle, cool, interesting. And then like, you know, experience what life has to offer even more so without the struggle at the end of the story, the happy ending. We all want that, right? Yeah. Well, you would think. 
<laughs> but it seems some people don't because you try to tell them this and they're like nah i don't want that mm-hmm. and you're trying well, shit, to get- like you're saying you have friends you have friends your age that are like fuck off whatever i don't i don't really care about bitcoin or i don't get it and i don't want to get it but then i have friends same boat like my age yep our service industry or like musicians or artists like that's my main circles or mm-hmm. cooks whatever and it's like like I know you can like squirrel away X amount of bucks a week and like right. not even a lot, very modest amount, but that'll definitely be something that turns into something for you, you know? And they're like, nah, I'm not really into like checky stuff. Like, fuck, I don't know how to like, I'm not going to keep pestering you. Like I'm done pestering you, but shit, like I care about you and yeah. I want you to have your shit together. Like I want us to all have fun <laughs> together when we're like, you know, 30 years from now, whatever. Right, you you got to have somebody to hang out with. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's it. Because if, if, if you're there and they're not, they're still plugging away because they have to. And you're sitting there going, well, fuck, where are all my friends? Well, they're working. Oh, okay, I got yeah. it. Yeah, like yeah. life's cool, but it's even cooler when you have people to share it with. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, and that's that's absolutely true, because if, if if there's nobody around, and I can speak of this because I didn't get married till I was 45. That was just I was I was a confirmed bachelor. I didn't think it was ever. I didn't want it. And then I met her and fuck, look what happened to me. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you know, ruin that plan. But it was actually getting to the point of, you know, I'm, I'm in my 40s and I'm sitting around here and all my friends are married and got kids and doing the whole sure. deal. And here comes, you know, the weekend or whatever. And on days off, I'd be like, well, I guess I'm just going to sit here and mm-hmm. drink by myself and listen to this music. That's about all I got. Mm-hmm. And I started going, you know, maybe this dog dying old and alone may not be the right path. Sure. <laughs> so, yeah, you know. Yeah. You know, you know, whoever the power upstairs, God put her in my way and the rest mm-hmm. is history, you know, so that was, that was a good thing. But uh, so you're, what do you guys have like a, a plan when you do get to that point where you maybe get to get off grid, what uh, like animals and uh, crops and stuff that you're going to do? Have you got, have you, have you envisioned the plan yet? Yeah, we've been, well, I mean, we've slowly but surely envisioning the plan. Um, definitely, I think we're both very fond of beef as far well, as eating. Who's not? Right? Um, but I think, like, I think goats are better insofar as what we've been investigating for, like. They're great meat. Mm-hmm, and biodynamic and, you, and well, and, like, they're smaller. Right. They don't take as much space up. They don't need as much stuff. Right. Um, they're, they're they're they've got personalities and they're a pain in the ass. Oh yeah, I had some goats growing up. Yeah, Shit. yeah, but yeah, the the you know basically I think it's like ten per acre of land you you can raise ten goats on the same land basically an acre as you can mm-hmm. a cow. Exactly. One cow. Well, why not have goats? And goat meat is great because over in the Philippines we eat the we eat the shit out of goats. Oh, right on, nice. Yeah. That's yeah, our goat. wedding reception meat. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah, we talking like you know chickens, ducks, goats, lamb. Um, actually, I'm probably one of like the few people in the whole world that don't love the taste of pork. Like I like like sopressata and capricola and like right. cured meats, but like I'm not like a pork person. 
but, so but bacon, bacon's not pork. Bacon's bacon. <laughs> bacon's bacon. Yeah, but I only like like nice ass bacon. Like shitty bacon, get the fuck out of here. I want like thick, right. <laughs> nice bacon. I'm well, my wife. My wife doesn't even really know if she likes pork or not because she was she grew up Seventh Day Adventist and they don't eat pork. Mm -hmm. And I always joke that I knew I knew I married a liar because when like three days after she got to America, we're 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 at the house, and mm -hmm. that morning was our first morning back in our house. We were up in Indianapolis visiting the family and all that shit, introducing her yeah. to the family. So and I'm cooking bacon. And she mm -hmm. comes downstairs and goes, what's that? And I said, <laughs> I said, I know you don't eat it, but I'm eating it and it's bacon. And she goes, well, that doesn't even smell good. And I went, you're a liar. <laughs> I know I married a liar. <laughs> so now she'll tell people up and down, left and right and everywhere. I don't eat pork, but mm -hmm. I love bacon. He's a bacon <laughs> eater now. That's why yeah, I said- that's all the vegans from festivals that I used to go to all the time. Like, oh, I don't eat any sort of animal products, like, but I eat bacon. Yeah. As I said, bacon's not pork. Yeah. yeah. Bacon's not pork. Yeah, so, yeah. So that's, yeah, you'll yeah. have a, you'll have a plethora of meat then and eggs because the mm -hmm. duck eggs, you get the laying ducks and those things, are, those are great eggs. Oh, they're so good. Those yolks. Oh my God. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. That's, they're a baker's dream. Cause they're so mm -hmm. fatty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're beautiful. And then whatever, like I've had my hand in, you know, urban, I mean, I've, I've had some instances on some farms that I like interned just for learning. Um, so, you know, like your standard mill, root veg, green stuff, yeah. stuff, tomatoes, things like that. I'm pretty comfortable with growing. Um, my main thing is like, Things to make uh, like corn or things out of flour. I think I need to get better at that. Um, the baking but it's side not of life. Yeah, it's not necessary to live off, but I like love baking and I love making pies and pizza yeah. dough and all that shit. So whatever, you know, I mean, hopefully it doesn't come to the point where like we don't have access to at least, you know, buy that or trade it or whatever. But um, I love baking. I don't necessarily eat it all. I give a lot of it away. I just love doing it. Yeah. Well, and it's one of the oldest. It's actually, it's an it's a science art form. Because cooking, you can just open up a, a, a cabinet mm -hmm. and just bit, throw it in. Sure. You can make anything cooking. Baking, yeah. if you don't get the mixture right, it just doesn't mm -hmm. do nothing. It just goes to shit. So it's a science yeah. and art form. My wife became a baker. She bakes like fucking crazy which mm -hmm. is bad for me because I'm one of those guys that if I look at shit like that, I get fat. It just, it, <laughs> yeah. I, I used, I used to be a big fat guy. I lost like about 120 pounds and, and I'm fighting it again. COVID that's what COVID gave me. It gave me 20 pounds this year. I so I'm on, I'm on that diet, but she just, and she just became a great baker and I love smelling it a lot. <laughs> you know, who doesn't like fresh break bed, the smell of that. Right. And then, like you said, if you get the, and if you get good at that for trading and bartering mm -hmm. with bread, because shit, everybody eats bread, except right? for the car, except for the carnivores, you know. That's the thing. I was just talking with someone about the carnivore diet and like, I respect it. Do your thing. I mean, I've been, I went plant-based. I went vegan for a little while. Um, I definitely lost 
lost a lot of energy and craved specifically actually i craved like duck breast and fish really bad really and and burgers like i really wanted a burger so finally i had i put like 10 years in without animal meat plus i did fish still yeah i did fish still but it was like whatever i had like this pretty intense mescaline experience and like reevaluated my <laughs> what I was doing, taking <laughs> it, cetera, you know. So anyway, whatever. Um, where was I going with that? Talking going back about... to the carnivore diet. Oh yeah, thanks, thanks, thanks. So the thing with the carnivore diet is like I do it up. If you feel great doing it, awesome. But like I love growing plants and playing with them, cooking with them. I like the variation. Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking like, shit, we can like ferment. Like if you have, if you eat fermented bread, if you eat raw milk, yep. if you eat fermented food, yeah. like they're basically partially digested and they're better for you. You can absorb a lot the, more nutrients. Yeah, the, in, the enzymes in them and stuff and, and sauerkraut. Right. It's, it's, it's yeah, cabbage. Exactly. Yeah, sauerkraut, and kimchi. It, all that shit. Yep. So like that to me What's like it? shouldn't I, we're getting a lot out of that. So I wouldn't say like you know don't don't dismiss it necessarily. No. Well, I I, I I I I pretty much I don't know what you call it. I lost all the weight just by going mostly organic and mostly paleo. Is I guess what it was. It was mostly paleo. Okay. It was cutting out all the carbs. Those were gone. So. Mm-hmm. This year I went, well, I'm going to, because I love meat and God, who doesn't, but I'll tell you what, I did mm-hmm. the carnivore. I did the carnivore for like two months. Oh, no kidding. I, oh, loved it. Except me being me. I'm like, I like variety in my life. I was That's bored. Thing, right? I was yeah. bored to fucking tears. I so badly wanted a salad with some meat <laughs> on it. You know, just give me some spinach and some greens and throw some meat on that, would you? You know, I, yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I did that, but I did it for two months and I felt fine. Uh, mm-hmm. Gained a little bit of weight, but I don't know this, this whole year, it's this, the stress level that came on me working for Walmart mm-hmm. who, who just went Nazi on the shutdown and I'm driving a truck, so I'm delivering at three or four stores a day. And I'm I'm in the oh, worst yeah. area. I'm going I'm going up and over the mountain. I'm in California every fucking day, so I'm in one of the oh, worst. No areas. kidding! Wow. Yeah. So the stress, <laughs> the stress level on me until they fired me <laughs> in <laughs> September uh, was was horrendous. Because yeah, your cortisol's through the uh, roof. Boom. That's I swear that's what it is because I just started this one. I just went, okay, January 1st, let's do it then. Drank my last mm-hmm. beers, had my fun. And uh, yeah, I don't know, what what are we at? The 16th, 17th, whatever. I spent 11 pounds, mm-hmm. so it's working. It's working. You know, and, and I think it was go. mostly the stress because the new job's mm-hmm. completely unstressful. Just there's absolutely good, no stress. And I, and I only work four days a week. So I'm home. Oh, that's great. I'm in my yeah. bed. I'm in my bed, which is weird for a truck driver. I'm in my bed five days a week. That's weird that's for awesome. a truck driver. So yeah. the stress has come down and everything else. But uh, and the only thing I miss right now is because I'm one of those. I'm, I'm a redneck man. I'm like the guys up in Michigan. I want my beer and I want it 
as, as much as I can have it. And I'm having none of it. You remind me a lot of like, my dad was like, had a chapter in, in his yeah. town of Harley riders. And like, oh, Daddy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, like that was like my childhood was like going to mom when she was working at the corner store or cleaning houses when I was a baby, like young. Or like dad had his pool league and like I remember being this big and like there was like sig smoke here and like you know <laughs> buckles and jeans and like leathers like that was my childhood memories. That was your childhood. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's good for the soul. <laughs> yeah. Like I grew up around like ACDC and Metallica and Pantera, sure. like you know. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Well, that, and, and you know what's, cause speaking of music's music's my, my, my heart. I mean, I, like we were talking about the struggle and art and stuff. Cause I've been writing songs since I was, you know, 20 years old, call it 20 years old. So, and even though I don't do it for a living anymore, when it hits me, I come home, grab the guitar and get a beer and a whiskey and by God, I'm off, I'm writing shit down and I'm, it's just, a, it's a soul thing. Right. Sure. Almost, yeah but almost every goddamn song comes out of struggle. Cause when you're really fucking happy, the last thing you want to do is write a song because they right. all, cause they come out sounding so fucking happy. <laughs> it's like shit. It's like the cheesiest, it's the cheesiest shit on earth, you know? So you don't do it. Plus when, when you're really happy, you're like, well, let's get some friends over here and let's have some beer and do a cookout and you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. Let's just experience life together. We don't need to stop it to do any of these things. Yeah. I get that. I feel yeah. that for sure. But, but mm -hmm. what is with the music thing, it, it's neat that you were around that so much because, and what makes it neat, it's for guys my age, you know, that like if I mention bands, you'll know where there's many your age that are like, who? <laughs> they don't know, you know? Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> <clears throat> when I talk to somebody of a younger age, sometimes I'll mention what to me are like the God bands and they're, and they go, what, who's that? <laughs> and I'm like, never mind. Yeah. Never mind. You know, yep. uh, like what, what music were you uh, listening to in your teenage years? I mean, your high school years, years, high school years. Like, I guess I like heard mainstream, like, alternative rock or whatever on the radio but in general I mean I liked like you know Washington said heroin music like um you know Nirvana Nirvana sure. Unplugged Smashing Pumpkins sure. stuff like yeah. that but like I mean I've always always listened to like Zeppelin The Doors Alabama CCR Pink I kind of figured you did. I kind of figured yeah. you did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I've always been, like, 60s, 70s. Right. I like grunge. I like a little grunge. Well, everybody. Sure, but, like, that was, my main, that was my main thing. And, like, whatever. Like, here and there, metal, for sure. When I'm, like, <laughs> need to let it out. Yeah, when you... I'm running. And I'm <laughs> so, like... Yeah. Like, that's, like, Sabbath, Pantera, Metallica, Metallica. Um, but I'm also, yeah. like... I definitely like old dead and like bluegrass and like real country, like 
not that pop shit, but like yeah, old not, country. There hasn't been any. There hasn't been any country music in almost twenty fucking years. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. So, you, know. you know. Yeah, you know. Obviously, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then what else? Like, I do really, really like old hip hop. So, like, maybe like Run DMC. There you like go. Boom. Those are my because yeah. at my age, that was the first thing that hit, and it. Yeah. It was like, because everything we had been, and then here came Run DMC, and it was like, a lot of a lot of people in my group didn't like it. Okay. But in the the, mus- the musician world, we were like, what the fuck is this? This is so mm-hmm. cool, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was neat. But I, I yeah. love that. For me, it's the old rap, you know, like Run DMC, Grandmaster, Flash, yeah. and, and then of course NWA was fucking unbelievable. For sure, yeah. You know that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and then like sampling old old school like beautiful black singers like with their big voices like gorgeous yep. shit that came out early '90s was awesome. And then like even like early '90s house music that sampled all that same stuff like yeah, the nice yeah, thing. too beautiful, hundred percent gorgeous, love it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it. I because I sit there and I look at it. I, I say everything changed the day those damn planes hit our buildings. Mm. The world changed, <laughs> and even music all of a sudden became as shitty as the fucking money. Right, nicey, nicey. All sounds the same. Auto tune, bullshit, poppy. <laughs> auto auto tune, especially because goddamn yeah. it, that's wrong. Because. Anybody can be a singer with auto tune. You can mm-hmm. suck, you know. And it, it was totally. pretty out with Britney and some others, you know. It's like, oh, here's a real voice, you know. Yeah. And, and that really pissed a lot of us old fuckers off that right. you know had already blown our voices out because we were in the bars for all those years. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, shit. If I get auto tune, I can still sound like I did when I was 25, <laughs> you know, because right. you can just fix it. It's a computer, mm-hmm. fix it up, you know. Yeah, that stuff. That stuff drove me up. A- fucking tree mm-hmm. we really did but like we have i mean in michigan we have so many nice little bluegrass festivals with like real in the summertime the summertime old, yeah old, yeah and it's the best because yeah. it's pretty intimate it's not huge like everyone's there just like like you said having a couple beers drinking a little whiskey not getting fried on too many drugs like right. everyone's just there as a community and like really beautiful music yeah. And like people are just picking around, like other people from other bands come and pick with them. And like it's a beautiful creative experience that like we all get to dance to. And it's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's what bluegrass bluegrass, that's the best thing, is because if if somebody knows how to play an instrument and they know how to play bluegrass, it's like you said, they just kind of get around and they get in a group and they just start going and then they'll put point at somebody and they take their little their solo and stuff, but it's just it's it's very communal music. I mean, that's how it started up in the mountains and it's a family picking on the fucking porch. Right, right. You know? yeah. And it's and it's not really ever changed. It's pretty much, it's still pretty much bluegrass is bluegrass. They got their rules. Mm-hmm. And if somebody comes in and tries to do something interesting and hip to it with some noise, the bluegrass community goes, no, no, no. No, yeah, we're good. We're good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you go over and play that. <laughs> you go to Na- you you go to Nashville if you want to do that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. speaking of, speaking of bluegrass and, and wildness, have you seen 
or heard, have you heard of Billy Strings? Oh my God. Fuck! Billy <laughs> motherfucking Strings. There you go. He's from like right near me. Yeah, what? we've been following, he's from right near us. We've been following where, him for years. That's what I thought. He's from up that area, I thought. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, God. yeah so we've been following him for years and like, I'm so stoked that he's been getting recognition for how fucking awesome he is as a musician. And yeah. like his story of like, he had a rough coming up. Yeah, it sounds like it. I've heard, I've heard yeah. some of the stories because I found him about a couple of, couple of years ago. Yeah. And I was like, wow. And then just in this last year, year and a half, he's just mm -hmm. like, boom, he's exploded. Mm -hmm. And I'm happier and shit because the guy's a real, he's the deal. He's the real yeah. deal. Yeah, but totally. so, I, so I'd read some stories and stuff. And uh, yeah, it sounds like he might have had there again. Look what the struggle brought us. You know? mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like he had a rough go and he's like, I mean, he talks about it and he, he says, you know, like I owe a lot of stuff to that struggle. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, shoot. Like he's headlined a lot of the smaller festivals that we've been like vending our popsicles at. And like, we yeah. shut our booth down when Billy comes on, like, <laughs> there you go. Like most of the festival shuts down and everyone just goes and fucking dances. Everybody watches. Yeah. Yeah. We all just dance to Billy because it's beautiful and like, holy smokes. I don't know if that'll happen in 2021 or what. We'll see. But like, I told my husband, I was like, dude, as soon as we're able to see Billy and be at one of those again, I'm just going to be bawling the whole time. <laughs> I'm going to be so happy to be there. Like, yeah. that's my outlet, you know, like, that's my outlet is dancing to that. And like, it's been over a year. Yeah, because they it. probably didn't. It's, did did they even get to have any of those festivals this summer? This past summer? No, everything was canceled. Shut down. Yeah. 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 So I, we'll see. Yeah, I feel I I feel real sorry for every, you know, not the big, not the the rich rock stars. They've got their money. It's no big deal. They yeah, didn't get a tour. Big deal. Mm -hmm. But all these bands that that's how because nobody sells a record anymore. Everybody steals it off the internet. Totally. They make yep. their money. They make mm -hmm. their money touring and hitting that live mm -hmm. thing. And I'm wondering how many bands, whenever they fucking let them go again, how many didn't make it? They just broke up because right. of money reasons. Because they're yeah, just I mean, broke. Right. There's like, like some of them probably have folks who are well enough off that can help support them. Or they've and just gone back of, to day jobs. Yeah, a lot of them have day jobs if they can find them. I mean, we have quite a few people who gig like from Indiana or Illinois who will come up through Michigan and like crash with us at mm. our house um, on their way to like Detroit and you know all the other places north um, but yeah a lot of them have had to like they've been trying to do like online lessons and online streaming and you don't get a lot of loot from that so they're picking up day jobs that they yep. don't give a shit about yep so they can pay their bills or their mortgage or their apartment rent or whatever and it's like damn this shit is so oppressive yeah like you know everything everything um aside from like whatever flattening the curve is like shit like how many people are losing everything because they, we'll they didn't flatten the curve they they stomped their foot on the fucker and killed it i mean it's yeah. i i have a i have a conspiracy theory that the reason Ooh, well of course it. of course next week when joe gets inaugurated it'll all be over 
all of a sudden there will be no more COVID and everything opens up. And blah, blah, blah. But I'm probably wrong on that too. But my theory is they don't want to open the economy up because the world will then see, and it's not just America, it's the world. The world will see that those corner stores that are closed, they're not closed due to the regulations of COVID. They're closed. They ain't open no more. They're out of business. And everybody will go, oh, and, and when they open it up, everybody will start looking for a job and the businesses are closed. And they don't mm -hmm. want people to find that because they want to say, they want to say, oh, look at the stock market. The economy's great. Stock market's got fucking nothing to do with the goddamn economy. Wall Street, Main Street. Let's talk about that. Like, come on. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah they completely, being the crazy nut job that I've been for 30 fucking years, mine, mine was the funniest thing. It was, it was, it was the night we got home. I work at night. So it was the morning we got home and it was my day off. And uh, there's an Indian smoke shop and I go buy 20 cartons of cigarettes that last me six months. And I just don't sure, have to go yeah. look for them. Right. But well, it's at the Indian smoke shop and they didn't open till seven in the morning. I don't know what it was, six or whatever. Now I get the parking lot, pull the RV in and I get my phone and I see where they have closed Vegas. And I, I literally went, the fucking world's over. They just closed Las Vegas. You can't have all the places. Yeah, you can't, <laughs> you can't close Las Vegas. But sure enough, they did. And and you know, after we got the cigarettes, we tried to go to a restaurant. All the restaurants were closed, and we're like, "Holy mm -hmm. fuck!" And my wife could tell you stories because it was probably for a good three weeks. I was bonkers. I mean, I'm a I'm one of those. I've been ready to run. We have two RVs. And one's a big 42 footer and one's a 29 footer. They're filled to the brim. They're ready to roll if they need to go. Yeah. There's, we got our Bitcoin now, but we still have cash money laying around because when it's got to go, you got to go now. Oh, and everybody thinks I'm yeah. nuts. Uh, that, But that's yeah. why I stay mobile. And uh, mm -hmm. I just don't think it's going to, I, I I don't think it's I, I don't think it's good on the other end of this. I think we're going to see what I think is there. I don't know. And it's only going to be good for our, our Bitcoin thing. But, I, you know, there's a part where you got to go. There's society also. And it don't matter how much money we got in our pockets. If society is lost, what's what's the use? So mm -hmm. I'm wealthy. I can't leave my house because the the streets are completely on fire you right know? like what's the point of life at that point right right so i i go back and forth on it right now where you know i want number go up but i also know that partially what's going to push the number up is because everything outside in the real world is kind of going to shit sure so and that's the point, like what we're on a you know fiat especially us dollar we're on a like a debt-based system, right? Mm -hmm. so and like money printing has already been going on. So now it's going to just have to keep going on and we're gonna have to keep having these instances where we have like a reason yeah. to print it, right? And but then after we print it, we have, to, we have to keep everything kind of like shut down enough that we introduce it slowly back into the economy so we don't have hyperinflation. So all of a sudden like, people can't eat right like we right. that will be bad 
right? Yeah. That's bad if people go to their go to their grocery stores and get their food. Mm -hmm. So I understand a little bit the reason of why things are how they are right now. Like I, I can understand it. I'm not saying it's good or fair or right at all, right. but I get it. So yeah, like, yeah. I'm thinking like, I'm hoping number go up. Obviously it will. It's kind of inevitable, but I'm, I'm really hoping we have like a good 10 years before another big thing has to happen. Yeah, and I don't um, think that we can secure our shit. I have no yeah, idea, though, right? I, I don't. Like, I don't know. know if it's. I, I just don't know if it's going to be that long. I, I'm with you. I hope. Mm -hmm. I hope. I hope. I hope. I hope. I guess because I've been on this rock long enough and been watching it closely long enough. Mm -hmm. It's shit. When it happens now, it happens a lot quicker. It's like right, everything right, else in society. Right. <laughs> exponential lately right it seems like it's going a lot better everything goes quicker faster. yeah definitely yeah. And, and, mm -hmm. and, and i remember i remember like 30 almost 30 years ago probably when my grandmother was warning us about the government having computers in our cars and all this shit and your like, grandmother and me were the same <laughs> oh she yeah it was like all about food and having like flour mills and all this stuff yep and like oh, fuck, she knew what she was talking about yeah like, she wasn't crazy she was yeah, no I, not at all but everyone treated her like that and it was like damn grandma knew what was up 100 yeah. percent. like she was but, teaching us arabic and like a bunch of different languages because she was like you'll need to know these yeah and i remember her mom and dad being oh lord like grandma you know take it easy <laughs> well <laughs> like, I, shit, grandma I, I was the male version of your grandma. <laughs> I mean, I just was <clears throat> back in the day being in the musician community and saying that. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. They right. were, even those people that are so open minded, they're like, Are you fucking out of your yeah. mind? I'm like, No, no, I'm not. I said, mm -hmm. You're just not looking. You're not watching. You know, so I don't know. Mm -hmm. I hope not. But, you know, like you were saying there, it definitely the UBI will be here before the end of the year. Oh yeah. Now we've joked in our household because we don't have debt. Mm -hmm. We just so I was like, you know, if they give you twenty five hundred a month and they give me twenty five hundred a month, fuck it. We're, let's sell the big RV and hit the road again and just start traveling around. Why yeah, not? Because we're good. Yeah. Our our plan is three years. When I retire, we'll go back over to the Philippines, and we'll, that's where we'll be with the farm and mm -hmm. shit. I was like, why not drive around and go see the rest of what, what we? Because I always wanted to do the drive up the West Coast, uh, up all the way to Alaska. I always wanted to do yeah. that. So I said, hey, if they're gonna fucking, you know, they've taken my money for years and years and years, I might as well get it back. Right, fucking a, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. That was I have, I had some friends who are like like I said, all, a lot of my friends are like artists, musicians, or food mm -hmm. service industry. And they're like, Well, I feel bad like applying for this or that because I still have like this side hustle and I'm making X amount of money and I'm okay. But like whatever, they've been stealing your money for your entire life. Like mm -hmm. take that shit back. Yeah. Hundred percent. Don't feel bad about it. Take that shit back. Yeah. Like and I'm, I feel like I'm the voice of reason for these people, but they're also like, oh, Corinne's like a little, you know. <laughs> Corinne's off the much. farm. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, I feel like I 
have to like kind of be careful because I do live in a pretty liberal area. Like oh, yeah. those people support us with our business. So <laughs> like, fuck, like where, where do I draw the line of like, should I speak that I know is truth? You know what I mean? Like, so it's this like kind of yeah. thing of like, I, I don't want to not be true to who I am and what we are, but like, but I don't want to be shut the fuck down. You know what I mean? Right. Like that's how I make my to like make my house payment and shit. So like, right. fuck, it's yeah. a tricky situation right now because people is. are shutting people down for like not a you know not complying with like this thought or this this side or whatever. Yeah. So it's tricky. Well, that's it's like you know, tricky. yeah. That's I mean, like we were talking earlier, just like what they pulled this week. If they can shut the president of the United States off, who are you in your little popsicle business, right? Right. And that's what I'm saying. Like, all these people are like, yeah, fuck Trump. Like, okay, whatever. I don't care what you think about whoever. Like, all politicians, I don't trust. But yeah, whatever. None of them. But, like, none the of fact them. that they can do that, none of them. No, never. But the fact that they can do that, like, what makes you think, like, you're safe? And, like, by the time there's no cash allowed, like, really what makes you think you're safe you know yeah when they when they control when they come up with those cbdc's we will be just Mm -hmm. like china there will be social scores and at any moment they can just go well you're a bad person and we're shutting your money off we're going to teach you a Mm -hmm. lesson and you're going to get in line because you're starving right you know exactly and that's the thing like be a producer be mobile great be a producer um, probably get the fuck off social media, you know, yeah. Facebook, Insta, all that shit. But then I'm like, shit, like, I'm still trying to like have this business and like, that's you my main means right. of marketing. You can't. My, like, you know? So like, fuck, it's yeah. a really tricky situation. And then I'm like, am I selling out? Am I like, but I believe in real food and like quality shit that we're making. But, but you have to market it. Right. Yeah. And how do you market these Ish. days? I mean, we have you don't use flyers, right? <laughs> right, and like marketing makes me kind of want to throw up, you know. But like then I'm like, ah, what are we yeah. doing? Is this right? Like shit, we just want to like make delicious things for people yeah. and like, and, you know, and it's, whatever. So we're finding our balance, I guess. But it's definitely like kind of tricky, man. Like it is. It, it, well, it's tricky on both parts because, like you were saying, you're asking yourself. The question comes up in your head, am I selling out? Because that's the last thing you want to do. That's why you have your own business, not to sell out, right? But at the same right, time, because right. of because of everything you got to weave through in this world right now, it's 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 not if you're going to sell out, it's the level of a, the amount that you sell out. You're going to sell out. Sure. I mean, if, I, if, if you're of a certain ethos. I have to wear ethos. some sort of mask to sell my products, right? Like my local farmer's market, right now is where I sell a lot of stuff. So like, I have to rock a mask and like, I had to sign a paper. Yeah. I have to rock some sort of face covering to sell my shit there. And it's like every part of my being disagrees with this, but this is how I get fiat to fund my shit. Cause you gotta have like fiat. The product that yeah. Well, you gotta have fiat mm-hmm. to live and you gotta have fiat to turn it into your Bitcoin. Uh, mm-hmm. You have to. You, and so then you, it's like, okay, it's okay. I'll play the game. I'll play the game. And like, okay, I see where my lines are and I'll play the game and it's whatever. But it's tricky. Yeah. 
There it is. Here's the mask you need to get. You ready? I'm going to show you something. This is the mask that I wear. Oh, yeah. when, I, when I have to put a mask on, I wear yeah. this. And only twice now have I been told it's offensive. And I've said, well, then I'll take it off. But most people now are so used to seeing masks, they either don't see it or they're scared to say anything to me, right? Sure. But yeah. here's the here's the uh, the mask. Fuck you, you fucking fuck. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> and my wife has a matching mask. We have matching mask. <laughs> yeah. I usually like I usually just rock a band, and honestly, and like here whatever yeah. but i love that <laughs> yeah i found i found I, believe it or not i found that on amazon there's all these things that amazon will cancel but here i'm buying this fuck you you fucking fuck and it's a mask but yeah and every yeah. once in a while we're walking around the store and there's the matching mask husband and wife it's his and hers look <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of cool <laughs> that's awesome yeah you gotta fuck with them yeah. you know i i because i i, I I have a tendency uh, to be a little uh, dynamite. I just go off and I'll go off quick. Mm -hmm. it, it's, mm -hmm. it's a lot better now after 13 years with my wife. She's the, she's the yin to my yang. She's like Miss Calm. That's Nothing. my guy to me. I'm, I'm the spit fire and he's the calms me down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause in public I'll fucking, I know somebody started yelling at me you need to wear a mask and Batman started yelling at me and I went, okay, it's on. And I just started yelling back and we go, it's not a fucking law. Show me the fucking law. Arrest me now. Show me the law. It's an order. I don't recall right. swearing an oath to fucking you or anybody fucking else and just going off. And, and then I just, they got bug eyed. Oh shit. Oh shit. What did we do to this guy? <laughs> you know? And yeah. then, and then we walk outside and my wife starts giggling. She thinks it's funny when this happens. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I actually, I, I haven't been, I haven't been approached by anybody if I'm at like any stores or whatever, and I'm not rocking a mask ever. I mean, unless I'm like selling stuff yeah. or it, like a lot of close friends own small restaurants. Um, and they're like, please wear one here. We don't want to get narked on. And like, yeah, exactly. please, fine. Like, I get it. I get it. I'm a business owner. I get it. But in general, like I'm surprised no one's ever come up to me or said anything to me. And I've been waiting for it. Like I have so many things ready. You're ready. You're but, ready. <laughs> yeah. but, like no one said shit. And I don't know if it's like my demeanor or what, but like no one said anything to me yet. So well, here it we are. could it could be your demeanor because you're walking in and you're waiting. You, you, and it's it's on your face. You're just waiting and they see it. Sure, like, and come most me. and and most of the sheep are sheep. What are sheep? They're kind of scared mm -hmm. of this shit. So mm -hmm. they're not gonna confront you. Because right. they can almost read that you're going to go wham and you're going to yeah. come at them. And sure. <laughs> they'll do it to somebody they think might not come at them. You know, right. that's how they, that's how, that's how all the, all the groups it's, you know, they, they pray on the week. That's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. It's you, know, you pray on the week and the groups do it. They know who's not going to fight back because like, mm -hmm. I like to say like during the summer Antifa and all those fuckers, they weren't mm -hmm. coming out to the country. They weren't no, coming out. Hell here. no. Because <laughs> it ain't, ain't going to last. It, it's it's going to be over. Yeah. yeah. I feel more safe around people in the country than people in the city, quite frankly. Yeah. The, well, it's, it's like, it's like you, you know, you think of the criminals in this world. 
They don't go mm -hmm. out to the country because they mm -hmm. know in certain parts of the country, if you, once you get in the country, every house has at least one big ass long gun. At least, yeah. And, and if you're a criminal, you go, should I go to that house that I know has it? Or will I go to this one where they've got the sign gun free zone? Well, I'm walking mm -hmm. in that fucking house because right, I'm right. a predator. I'm a yeah. predator. This is what I'll do. Uh -huh. You know, what? Uh, hey, Bubba, can you give me one second? Yeah. Can I take one bathroom break real yeah. quick? Shake the tree. Okay. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> So anyways, people, this is a good one. We're having fun here. Uh, uh, sweetie, you guys are going to hear me order coffee. Sweetie, can I get a coffee? Okay. Okay. Up. And y'all heard how that came out. She's still on the, the couch watching uh, YouTube videos. She's not getting me any coffee, but that's okay. It'll work out that way. But uh, this has been a good talk, but. that last night that's weird hopefully microphones come back did the microphone come back people good lord we're having technical difficulties let's see there we go microphone's back on we're good now you're done no anyways the people that have stayed i have i have a problem because this world's coming and the censorship is coming down hard and I've been thinking about it on doing this. I don't know how much longer I'm going to do this because I may do my, my disappearing act, but I don't understand how you freedom loving sons of bitches can stay on Twitter with what Twitter has done, let alone Facebook and every other company that's deplatforming people. It is your free speech. And by you staying on Twitter, you're giving Jack money. You're giving them all money. I don't care which social media you're on that's like that, and you're still using it. You have to find a way actively, instead of just shit posting all over Twitter, you got to, I know, I know it's hard to change and leave what you know, but I, I just feel you have to. I mean, you either stand for the freedom thing or you don't stand for the freedom thing. It's, maybe I'm too cut and dry. I don't know. Maybe I've been told that before. Maybe I am, but I just, uh, it just drives me nuts. Cause I, I thought who was going to be the standups. Not, it's not happening. And I know if, when the day comes, if they do do whatever they're going to do to sort of come at us, Bitcoiners, anybody that owns it, I thought, you know, the best thing is to have the high ground, get on that hill, but the best thing to have some numbers, be standing up there alone. I've done it more than once in my life. And it, it's, it's sometimes you win that fight, but most times it's much harder than it would need to be if you had numbers. Uh, maybe some of you have never been through that fight yet. I don't know. Could be. Uh, with the years I've been on this world, I've, I've, I've had that fight. I've gone through it and it's never pretty. You lose, uh, you lose friends in the process. 
You might even lose some family members. And I don't mean they die. None of that. I mean, they, the split happens. And it will happen to some. Not all, but to some. But, uh, you know. Oh, Corinne's back. Hi, there I'm you here. You're back. I was, I was having a little. What time. did I miss? Oh, you know, I'm talking about the whole. How can you? How? I'm trying not to get on the rant about it, but how can how can you stay on? How can you stay on all these platforms and social media and Twitter and all this stuff when they mm -hmm. platform that? Because if you stay on, you're giving them money. You're making right. them money. Mm -hmm. and, you, and when the time comes, like for us, Bitcoiners, and the government will come. They'll, they'll mm -hmm. be the regular. They'll be trying to do every regulation. Well, you know, mm -hmm. in a war, you like to be on the high ground. So you want to be on that hill. And it's mm -hmm. better to be on that hill with numbers than by yourself. Because I've been on that hill more than once in my life by myself. And it's either went really bad for me or it was really hard. And I came out on the other side okay. But it's better when you got numbers. And Ape together um, strong, right? Like, it's just... You know, it's, it's, you know art, the art of war. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's the art of war. You got to have some numbers and stuff and some pressure. So I was just going on about that, you know. No, I dig it. And like, that's my thing is like, I have like X amount of people, mainly on Bitcoin Twitter that aren't on Mastodon that I really like following. And like, um, is it necessary for me? I already know what I'm going to do. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll die on my hill. You know, I'll defend, I'll defend this shit. Um, so like, is am I being a hypocrite being on there? Maybe, but also like, I have access to stuff that I wouldn't otherwise. I don't know. And then I think of all the noobs who are coming in right now, who don't, who like only have access to Twitter. Maybe like I didn't know. I didn't know about security. All of a sudden, I'm using DuckDuckGo. I'm like switching up all my shit. I don't want to be a LARPer. I'm learning how to run a node, right? Yep. So I'm doing all these things that like I never knew about before. And like all these new people coming online to Bitcoin, like are these resources, if everyone abandons Twitter, are they not going to be there for them? Or they're going to have to dig harder? And then like, is that a problem or no? I don't know. Well, like that's my thoughts, right? Like, what do you think about that? Uh, well, the noob thing, mm -hmm. I, under, I understand it. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't believe you have to be on Twitter to get an audience. Sure. I, just don't. I mean, I've, I've been, you know, way back in the day, I did not play top 40 music and I had an no, audience. Yeah. You know, you right, get it if right. you're good at what you do. So yeah. the thing is with the noobs, I understand that you want to be there for them because here comes some You're noobs like or some shit corner. But it's the noob's responsibility being a fucking adult yeah. in the room to fucking find the right shit. You know? Sure, sure. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're, all, we're all so smart. Oh, I can help you, son. Here, let me be your shepherd and take mm -hmm. you through this. Mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't. I never had a Twitter account. And when I found mm -hmm. Bitcoin, I still did. I didn't right. get my, I don't think I set my Twitter up till August or something like that. And then I was like, and now you're over it. Now you're Mastodon. Yeah. Cause well, I'm, I'm a black and white cut and dry mm -hmm. motherfucker. I'm a freedom mm -hmm. lover and I've been fighting freedom and my own personal freedom for a long goddamn time. And I see the red flag. That thing came down and it's like, boom, I'm out. I'm out. I'm mm -hmm. gone. I'm, 
yeah. fuck yeah, I'm history. And I thought there was going to be a lot. Certain people I thought were going to come because this mm -hmm. is what they preach on Twitter. Right. And there's like larger names that I that I was surprised stayed maybe is what you're speaking about. Well, some of that's kind of like the same thing. It's a business, you know, that's marketing. You know, mm -hmm. they've got that's a bigger platform and they're, you know, if mm -hmm. they're if they're a podcaster of renown or uh, the swan guys or, you know, whatever, they got a business mm -hmm. to run. So it's kind of mm -hmm. like the same thing. You're wondering, well, how far do I go? Yeah. You know, and I'm sure they're yeah. having that. Yeah. thought. I'm, like, I I it all not be on any of it. And I absolutely understand that on their end business. I get it. But I also have learned that you can have a mirror account and you can be over on Mastodon. Everything you put up on Mastodon would go right the fuck over to Twitter. It just would okay. go right right to Twitter. It's either okay. it's, it's something bird site. Bird site is one. The other one is uh, it's Moa dot party. It's M-O-A dot party. And you, you mm -hmm. do it there. And if you're on Mastodon, whatever you're typing and when you hit toot, it will go over mm -hmm. to your Twitter account. Like you're I never left some... Twitter. Yeah. Okay. So, and I know that's still sort of being on Twitter, but mm -hmm. it would be a way to start weaning it over because you could also be saying to all these noobs that come in, sure. come over, Yo. Hey, come into, here's the instance. You know, there's a bunch of mm -hmm. how that works is a bunch of different instances, but you're still mm -hmm. on Mastodon, right? So, right. And even this idea of like build your own instance, like okay, I'd love to, but I have no idea how to do that. And like I'll look into it. But first and foremost, I'm trying to secure my stuff and like run a node are my first two things, and I'm not a tech person. Yeah. So like those are my main things and my main goals. And I don't have like X amount of extra money to like get another computer and stuff for my node things, you know. Um, but yeah, like I think that's I think that's very legitimate. Like these noobs can like um it's not hard to find like the real bitcoiners on twitter pretty quickly pretty if quickly really, if you really want to find it you'll find it right and then yeah so i i agree with that and maybe it'll be like a like a little a little time for everyone to like exit fully yeah well i think yeah. i think one of those and i get back where you're at i just got real internet last week so now i'm going to get the node and all that stuff because i've been living on yeah. my phone that's been the only internet i've had for years is just a little mm -hmm. phone in my hand now I, so mm -hmm. i get that so I'm, I'm doing the same thing you are it's like time to get the node uh, right but i, I think, feel like i'm larping otherwise yeah i'm working on it <laughs> yeah. uh i think if it if it would have happened and it, and it still will at some point maybe one of the names on Twitter, you know, one of the big names gets mm. deplatformed. Mm -hmm. Oh shit, there'll be a rush max exodus because that's somebody we know close to it, the situation. This was mm -hmm. <laughs> arguably the fucking president of the goddamn free world. <laughs> right. <laughs> but right. Most, there's there's you know people that hate Trump, there's people that don't give a fuck about Trump, and there's ones that love Trump. Mm -hmm. So 75% of the people are all wishy-washy and they're just saying, no, they just got rid of Donald Trump. Well, yeah, mm -hmm. but it's the office of the president of the United States. And I don't mm -hmm. have much respect for the office myself, but mm -hmm. I know what it stands for in the world. Sure. And you don't think the world saw that? 
Oh, and yeah. The bad, and the bad characters, the bad actors are going, ha, 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 look at this. We can work mm-hmm. with this fucker. So they they just lit the fire under those guys, the bad guys' asses, the ones that mm-hmm. want to, because they know, you know, like the physical, the physical attack in 2001, when they hit the buildings, it that wasn't what it was about. It was the whole financial structure they were attacking. Mm-hmm. Because when we took, since Bretton Woods, everybody shits pegged ours. We came off the gold. Like I say, in 1971, Richard Nixon declared war on the fucking world, just financially. He didn't pull the guns out. We've done that since then. But he declared war on the world. They're not stupid. They know their money's shit. It's shit anyways, because everybody's money's shit. But it sure didn't help that it's pegged to us. And mm-hmm. our money is shit. Ours is just the least, because ours is the top dog, ours is the least shitty on top of the pile of shit. <laughs> you know? So, eh, you know, that's just that's just my thing. I'm, a, I'm just a cut and dry guy. I'm just, it's, yeah. it's who I remember, I just made me think of, um, I had a, it was called Functional Arts. It's in my art school, but it was basically a woodworking class. Um, but my professor specifically, anytime anyone presented some stuff that like you did not do enough work on, or you didn't think it out properly, or it's just shit, like you did a bad job on your project or whatever, he would say like, you can paint a turd paint, but it's still a turd. Yeah. And that's what I think about with all these monies. Like, yeah, like you said, like the top of the top on the pile, but it's still shit. Yeah. You can paint it pink or you can paint it green, but it's still yeah. a turd. Yeah, that's like the old saying. It's been around forever and I'd heard it before it happened in most recent times, but it was uh I think I think somebody said it about Sarah Palin and they said you can't put lip- lipstick on a pig. It's still a pig. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing, yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, well, you can you can cover up, you know, like <laughs> if well, in the bathroom, let's just say that. You can spray the air freshener. It still smells. <laughs> it's still mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah. There's just shit you, you, there's just shit you just got to wait for it to pass. That's the way it works in this mm-hmm. world. But if you mm-hmm. don't, I've been that way. Uh, you, 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 in my own life, I... I'm not a perfectionist. I, I like things to be right, but I hold myself to the highest goddamn standard. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, I was just talking to a friend of mine the other night. We were talking, a guy has been driving a truck like me forever and a day. And I said, you think about it. We got over 3 million miles under our belt. We don't even have a speeding ticket, let alone a wreck or anything like that. I go, that may not sound like much to the normal person, but you think about 3 million miles. And I said, that's a feat. Cause there's a lot of truck drivers. You've seen them in the ditch. They have wrecks and they hit shit, mm-hmm. you know? Cause mm-hmm. he was, I, th- I think we got on that. Cause he said, well, I don't have any special skills and he's been driving for like 20 fucking years. And I said, yeah, you that's do. Skill, man. I said, yeah, you, you've stayed attentive at the wheel of an 80,000 mm-hmm. pound bullet going down the fucking road, you know, but even mm-hmm. before and that's that, the thing, like truck drivers, man, like that's easy to get hypnosis and shit, isn't it? Like I've never been a truck driver, but I've driven across the country a 
few times and like it's easy to like space out like oh, yeah. I think that's a big I think that's a big accomplishment to like <laughs> not be in a ditch or get in a wreck right yeah that's that's the hardest part of the job is the attentiveness because mm-hmm. every day you're basically sitting behind the wheel every day mm-hmm. for 11 hours and you're just driving and you know wow. if you drive that long you start space so to stay mm-hmm. attentive to stay attentive behind that wheel all day it's not as easy as it sounds now you do get used to it and it becomes second nature you just do it but when mm-hmm. you i know for the first uh <coughs> three or four years, it was hard getting to be able to go every day. And now mm-hmm. it's only hard. Now it's only hard on my days that I go out because I don't take off for work till 11 p.m. So if I don't get the right sleep, because age again, if I don't get the right sleep, man, that night out, I'm driving down the road, I'm shaking the head. I'm like, motherfucker, I can't <laughs> You yeah, know, and, and I, I literally, on my days out, I drink two pots of coffee plus in that truck because mm-hmm. I know it's just gonna. That's what I have to do to stay awake. Sure. And then once I get the first night's sleep, I'm like, okay, we're good, we're mm-hmm. good, you know. But it's just getting back in there, and okay, here we go, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Dang, yeah. I know. I remember, like a few years ago, we took. We were driving with our dog, uh, my guy and I. Um, we went all the way out to the, the Oregon coast from Michigan. Beautiful. And then, like, oh, f- gorgeous. And, like, cruised back up in Montana for a little while. And, like, whatever. We, like, cruised all the way. So we took a couple weeks and drove back and forth. But he had never, he never used cruise control. And I was like, how are you not cruise control? And he's like, because then I'm not paying attention. I was like, okay, fair. Yeah. I'll give you that. Legit. That's fair. Okay. It is. It's very mm-hmm. legit. It's mm-hmm. very legit. Because uh, if you're not, because if you're on cruise, you're just kind of holding the wheel and you're going. You don't even right. have to look at the speedometer because you know how fast you're going because you set it there. Mm-hmm. When you got mm-hmm. your foot on the thing, uh, the only the only thing when your foot's on the thing, you, your your leg gets a little mm-hmm. cramped up because you're always sure. holding it. But you yeah. do have to pay attention. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you'll just end up flying down the fucking highway. You know. Right. Yeah. And I always remember, like, I mean, our dad growing up always taught us, like, question everything, don't trust anything, whatever, whatever. Especially when you're driving, always be paying attention to like what's coming up behind you, what's coming mm-hmm. up ahead of you. And there's a few those... instances where like, I could have been involved in some gnarly crashes because I saw some stuff coming up behind me, you know, that I like got out of the way of and like, that's fair. That's some good advice. Yeah. Well, you, well, and your dad too, you said your dad was a, a Harley guy, right? A motorcycle guy, right? Yeah. Because when you're on a motorcycle, the world is out to kill you. You, totally. have to, you have to pay way more attention because mm-hmm. they always say, I just didn't even see them. And mm-hmm. you know, there's, always a, there's always my wreck that happened back in uh, 2001. Uh, it was at an intersection, a drunk driver, he just drove right through head on. 
you know what it mm -hmm. is. But every time you come up to an intersection, here comes this car. You're sitting there watching it. Stop, motherfucker. Stop, motherfucker. Mm -hmm. You know, because you're just ready to hit it because they don't. Right. They don't all the yeah. time. You know? Yeah. Well, and even being on a bicycle in the city, like I got I got my hips pinned in between a car deciding it was just going to like it, it, it had its left turn signal signal on so I was going around it on its right you know in between where it could parallel park and all of a sudden it whipped into parallel park even though it had its turn signal the other way I got pinned I had yeah. my u-lock on me so I had to like smash into their back windshield like you're about to smash my shit together you know between you and another car because you were signaling this way so I have to smash into your back window because you're about yeah. to pin me and crush me and like sorry about your car but you were signaling the other way. So I was going around you and then you crushed me. Like they don't pay attention to two wheels for no, the most part. No, mm -mm. and they, and it's the same thing every time, same bike, motorcycle. I didn't see him. Well, you weren't fucking mm -hmm. looking. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> because guess what? Yeah. I, I've had people pull out in front of my big fucking truck and they've said, I didn't see him. I mean, I, Come on, what do you mm -hmm. mean you didn't see me? But they say it. <laughs> I did not see this big ass rig. Get out of here. Yeah, you these, weren't looking. Yeah, That's these, are the, these are the these are the people that won't find Bitcoin. I don't care mm -hmm. what you do to them, you know? <laughs> and like that's like we used to tell each other drive safe, but now it's like watch out for the watch out for everyone else. Like I know mm -hmm. you all drive safe. Everyone I love, I know you all drive safe, but like watch out for everybody else who's not paying attention. Well, right. it's, worse. it's it's worse now. I always joke. I would rather people be drunk behind the wheel because what then on are, their fucking phones, right? Because when you're drunk, you know we've all done it. You're attentive. You are attentive because right. you don't want to get arrested. Yeah, you're these people ten and two or whatever it is now. And, whatever, and whatever. I, yeah, I see it a lot because big trucks were in the right hand lane, right? So everybody's passing us on the left. Mm -hmm. And I can look down into cars that are past me all day long. Left hand's on the wheel. They're holding their phone down so the cops can't see them. And they're just, oh. doo -doo -doo, and they're weaving and shit. It's like, well, I, I hope he doesn't weave and stop in front of me, but they do sometimes. You know, it's well, just crazy. People, people in my, like, I, my husband and I are both like very adamant that if we're going somewhere, we drive. We want to be in control. I don't want to ride with anyone else. Anytime right. I'm riding with someone else who's driving and they're on their phone, I immediately take that shit and whip it into their trunk and they get so mad at me. <laughs> what the fuck is so important that you're driving a giant thing down the road? A death machine. Lives in it, and you're looking at your phone. These people with their things out and they're like, oh, I just have to respond to this real quick. Like, no, fuck you. Throw it in the back. Absolutely not. That's so good. usually I drive now because people are mad at me that I throw their shit in right. the trunk. But like, that's what I do. like how is it so important? You can't wait until you stop. Come on. Ugh. Well, it's, it's it's the new it's the new paradigm because I'm old enough to remember when it was a dial, a rotary dial, right? We didn't mm -hmm. have. I was in the age. I was, yeah, Graham, I, was in, and I was in the age even before fucking answering machines. So you would dial somebody's number, just ring like, ah, fuck, I'll try again. 
You didn't know where they were. It's like I, I, I laugh at all this. I laugh at all this privacy stuff. I go, it's easy to have privacy. Just kind of back up the clock about 35 fucking years and live that way. Where you're on, yeah. you're just not on this shit. Right, you get a landline and that's it. And they're not going to know nothing. Yeah. yeah, we we had a, like, when I was little, little, we had a rural route number 003 sure. and a landline with a rotary phone. Yeah. Like when I was little, little, and that was it. And then, you know, all the things and the dial up and all the stuff and whatever. But like, yeah, like, I keep saying, man, I wish I could just turn it all off and have a landline and like go ride my horses and mm. grow my food. In time when right? your Bitcoin so comes, we'll you can, you can. Cause <laughs> I can Cause see you in, in the position you're in too, plus cause you and your hubby, you got that business to run, right? Mm-hmm. If you, if you guys didn't have that business, it'd be very easy just to unplug. Oh, 100%, yeah. You just do it. Yeah. And people go, how can you do that? Like my niece and nephew, when, when, when they're like, why can't we get a hold of you? I just turned it fucking off. I'm sorry. And they're like, mm-hmm. how do you live like that? Cause they're like 25 and 28. And they're like, mm-hmm. how do you live that way? I'm like, fucking great. Really? It's quiet. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's terrific. I have yeah. a lot of people that get angry with me because they didn't get like, I texted you, I sent you a, a messenger or whatever or whatever. And I usually like leave my phone at home. <laughs> so you don't answer my- them right away. Yeah. I, I take my dog. We go for a run. I work on my stuff. I read my things. I work on my art. I put my stuff together like manually. I write everything down versus like type. And then I'll get back to my phone and people are f- super furious that like I got a hold of you like three hours ago. And you were like, sorry, bro. You know better. I checked yeah. my phone here here. Like, what do you want me to do? Well, conform to their right. way. Conform yeah, to their way to make them happy. <laughs> Every time I spend too much time on my phone or looking at bullshit, it messes myself yes, up. And it I know does. It does. I, I, I th- there's another damn conspiracy. I swear to God, this they call it the blue light coming off your computer or your phone. But I think mm. the phones are worse than computers. Mm-hmm. I think there's something happening there when you're staring at that fucking screen. There's something else fucking happening. No, I just I really, and it's it's here that it's happening. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, I've seen documentaries where they say it's psychological. I think there's something <laughs> coming out of that fucking screen. I don't know? doubt it. Honestly, I don't doubt it. I believe that fully. And like my whole thing is I think technology is great. Obviously, like Bitcoin's amazing. There's there's certain parts of technology that are going to make prices fall inevitably and that's terrific for certain services but in general i think we have an an innate connection within ourselves to that like natural technology yep yep we're fucking missing way missing large scale and it's really important and i think it's it's like a forgotten technology that's going to take a long time to come back to us um you know, like call it whatever you want, God or intuition or whatever, whatever, whatever. Right. Yeah. But when we're not connected to these screens and like practicing, like being present and being quiet and working on our shit, I think that's really important. And we're missing that hugely. Yep. 
yeah hugely. hugely and i think that's part of it because driving I, I can speak from two sides of this i grew up in the city indianapolis indiana city right mm -hmm. the minute high school was over i got the fuck into the country because like now you see it the only places where the riots the shit's happening it's in the mm -hmm. cities the mm -hmm. big cities where those people have completely no touch of nature i mean yeah they, they plant a tree for beautification that's not a fucking tree that's just a sidewalk yeah where those those people that are living out are in they touch it every day whether they even think so or not they're in nature Mm -hmm. even if they even it's because their commute into work or whatever but on the weekends there's there's on the days off whatever that is weekends they sure. can touch that nature is right outside the damn door and they mm -hmm. it does bring you a serenity a serenity mm -hmm. and i think like you said it's gonna be it's it's a hard program to get the human existence and it comes back to that society thing. The human existence is torn apart right now in all the urban areas. And it can be America. You name the fucking country. Mm -hmm. You name the big city. And I have a big feeling it's that, it's that quiet time you're talking about where you can reflect. Mm -hmm. You can't reflect when you've got the TV on and shit. You can't. Right. And all these people telling you what to think, like all of that shit. Mm -hmm. Hey, you can't. Yeah. You can't do the reflection thing like you're saying like when you're working on your art uh you know be like a guy working on an engine out in a thing right you exactly sit you're, there yeah. and think you're quiet mm -hmm. you can think while you're doing something else right because i've told the story that it was <laughs> i was pretty well in tune with myself most of my life and fighting <laughs> the the outside forces you know they were out there sure. but when i started driving a truck this is before satellite radio you know, I had a cell phone, but it was literally, you know, a flip and that's, you could only call people. We couldn't even text. Right. right? Yeah. So when it I was started, like X amount of money a minute or whatever per text. Yeah. Yeah. You really yeah, had yeah, to yeah. watch your shit. You had to watch yeah, your shit. Yeah. Like yeah. call me after midnight or whatever. Yeah. All that, all that stuff. But what happened when I started driving a truck and like I said, you're spending 11 hours behind that wheel every day. Mm -hmm. You can't sit but help and reflect because you got nothing right. else to do. You mm -hmm. have nothing else to do but time to think. And mm -hmm. wow, with the, the, the perspective that I got on my own little fucking world mm -hmm. within two years of being out there on that road was amazing. I mean, it just, and mm -hmm. all of a sudden it was like, I'm, I'm so much, I got calmer. I stopped the fight. I wasn't fighting the world so much. Mm -hmm. uh, and I just got calm and going, well, okay. And, you know, but I reflected on me mm -hmm. and shit. And that's just because it's the quiet, that quiet time you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's like I said, Bitcoin doesn't, Bitcoin doesn't fix that. That's people slowing the fuck up. Mm -hmm. Slow down. You have to slow down. And oh, I know really? that I know that, you know, they talk about low time preference. You can have, I've had low time preference forever without Bitcoin. As fuck. Like I love lavish, hedonistic. Sure. Shit. It's fun for a I while. I love 
all the things, but I'm also really, really frugal. I think I got that from my father. Um, so I save and I scrimp or whatever, and I don't spend all my money on bullshit stuff and things that like last longer and how, whatever, whatever. Yeah. So yeah, little time preference. Yeah. I didn't gain that from Bitcoin. That's just always been how I am. Yeah. That's I'm not going to spend here. money willy really. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's I think thing. I think the I think the one thing Bitcoin offered for me personally was like the option to like step out of this structure that I've been like taught, be it through like school or church or college or whatever, whatever. Like I think that like that's the opportunity that I had to like step out of that centralized structure. Mm-hmm in whatever capacity it is and and then and like look it in the face and say like okay all these things aren't really working and this is why so like it offered me that but yeah like you said like the quiet introspective parts that we choose to like shut everything else down and listen to ourselves and listen to that quiet part in ourselves that is really like probably the most important technology and, and, and that's um, not technology. <laughs> right. I'm talking like God technology or whatever, yeah, right? Like spirit yeah. technology. Yeah, yeah, I think that I think that part is is really, really important. And I, I think it's being missed a lot by a, like a growing number of people. Because there's so many distractions and it's so easy to be distracted that, and like BOMO, like no one wants to miss anything, you know? So yeah. And, and like you said, the I'd have no problem thing. shutting all the shut up. What's that? Like you said, the distraction thing. I've, I've said this for the last 10, 15 years, as I've seen the distractions of the amount of things you can do sitting on your couch. <laughs> it used to be all you could do is sit there and well, sat there and read a book or watch sure. whatever was on three of the channels that you had. Right? Yeah, yeah. So you got up and you went the fuck outside. You know, mm-hmm. now you can do almost anything and never leave your house right and that's it's it, what i say about technology there's it's a it's a double-edged sword you've got totally is. the greatest things that have freed our world up mm-hmm. uh, like without technology and the internet i never would have met my wife just wouldn't have happened she right. was in the philippines you know, right yeah you know, mm-hmm. so that's great and we were just watching. One of the things we watched today was all about surveillance. Got on that. Got that really made me. I'm fucking turning off again. Was, <laughs> it got to the AI part, and it was really interesting because it was good to hear one guy talk about it. That with all this AI technology that's coming down the road, and this was a guy that was developing like stuff for the robots we'll have in our house doing all our work for us, right? Yeah. How do you program in ethics mm-hmm. into a machine to where mm-hmm. to where a robot will be able to shoot a gun, but how will it have the ethics to not shoot that gun? Right. I mean, that's like, uh, what's that fucking not amazing Will Smith movie, iRobot? Oh, yeah, where, yeah, 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 yeah. Where the robots are like, oh, humanity is the problem. They're blowing it. So we'll just take all of them out because they're the problem with the world. 
like that kind of shit because like mm-hmm. i get that if you look at humanity as a whole like eh, right now maybe they're kind of fucking up a little bit so like i could see that as like a problem for you know the yeah. longevity of multiple other species or whatever but yeah like that's creepy i don't want i don't want some ai in my home deciding what what it what's good and bad and right and wrong like what the fuck i want to hold a gun i want dogs i want a man maybe some kids you know yeah. i'm not like i can still have those for some years maybe whatever but like jesus i don't want robots choosing right and wrong and what they'd be shooting or not shooting or doing like what that's I wild I'm, i guess I'm, it's great to like free up time for certain people but like, how about we just fix the money so we don't have to work as many hours and then we have more free time to like wash our dishes and do whatever the fuck we want to do right <laughs> what? Then, well, well that's the thing like so so we get the robots in the house and the robots are doing everything for us and it frees up our time Ninety percent of the people will do what? Get on their phone. Get on their phone and fucking yeah. Because maybe what you said, uh, as far as because of that losing touch with nature and what's out there in the real world. Because if if you've got that, you'll tend to go toward creative stuff like your art or I pick up the guitar and do something, whatever. People would take some that. shit or whatever. Yeah. Right. I don't think, I don't think, because I, I I got a lot of friends who are like, take all the technology away and mm-hmm. that'll fix it all. And I go, well, <laughs> the cat's out of the bag. I go, it's up to the, again, up to the grownups in the house to right. just go, no, I'm not going to live this way anymore. I'm going to do it yeah. myself. And, you know, everybody, oh, it's so hard though. No, it's fucking not. You know, right. I mean, like technology, you could call technology fire and that got out that evolved us into where we are today. Like technology isn't bad. It's a tool. Guns aren't bad. They're a tool. Money isn't bad. It's a tool. It's up to us to decide how to utilize it. Right. Yeah. Like that's everything's, it. Everything's a screwdriver or hammer, you know? <laughs> yeah. You can, you can do great with it or you can do harm with it. And that's, that's, that's the situation. Yeah. So, like, make your choice, I guess, right? I don't know. <laughs> well, that's where I was going with the adults in the room. You make the choice. You just, you know, when, I love it when people say, oh, I can't quit that. It's so hard. I'm like, nah, quitting heroin's kind of hard. Quitting mm-hmm. cocaine's kind of hard. Mm-hmm. Turning your phone off, starting with an hour a day, not too fucking hard, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Just shut down for an hour. Start with yeah. that. Start yeah. with an hour a day. And then maybe what will happen is you like that hour so much, it becomes two hours, mm-hmm. you know, and then you get your, you get a little balance back in your fucking world. Cause totally. Yeah. You know, I, I always love these people that post up. This is a killer. You know, on the, I still have my Facebook. I'm hardly ever on it, but I go in there to see if my crazy friends are understanding anything. Cause I'll post up Bitcoin shit every once in a while. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sure. And of course they never grab it, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. But, you know, they got the pictures of kids and stuff. And the ones that kill me is they're out hiking, out in nature. And, and here's the picture and post it immediately. Yeah. And here's the <laughs> selfie. <laughs> we, were at the, we, we went to the Grand Canyon, what, it was three years ago. And there mm-hmm. was 
all these people, my wife was the first one to say, she can say shit that we, because we're Caucasian, cannot sure. point out, right? <laughs> she saw a bunch of Asians, Japanese, Chinese, whatever. And they're all mm -hmm. standing there. Nobody was standing behind their camera taking a picture of the glory of the Grand Canyon, right? right. They're all, they got their selfie sticks and shit. And my wife's like, yeah, yeah. She goes, what is it about Asians with cameras? And I go, well, I don't know. You're one. <laughs> you know? yeah. But it was it was crazy. And so you see all these pictures of people out in nature, but it's all just, so, here's the selfie. And the, right, like, are you out there just so you can take a picture to show everyone that you're there? Or like, what's the deal here? Right. And then they say, well, you got to have it with you just in case something happens and you have an emergency. I said, 20 years ago, people went hiking. They didn't have no fucking phone on their ass. Mm -hmm. nobody no no more died going out there you know right. just get away you know mm -hmm. but yeah it's 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 we we've become very used to it mm -hmm. and, and it's hard to, it's become part of most everybody's everyday existence oh. you know they roll over when the eyes open up they roll over and grab the phone and go what's happening like, I was like, I need to get an alarm clock. That's what I'm doing. I can't have my phone in here. I don't want to look at it when I wake up first, right? Like, yeah. I want to, like, wake up, remember my dreams or whatever, write my shit down, read my stuff, drink my tea, take my dog for a run or a walk, go yeah. in the woods. Life. Usually get to my phone and then people are mad that it's taken me so long. <laughs> okay, whatever. But yeah, I mean, we don't even have, like, quality photographs of we ended up getting married in our living room. Cool. Kind of pop up one New Year's Eve. We were like, "Ah, fuck it, yeah, let's do it." We've been yeah. together for like ten years. Let's let's get married. Sure, whatever. Um, but we have like a couple pictures on people's mobile phones, and like we don't like we don't care about that. And I was like, "Shit, if we ever have a kid, I'm gonna feel bad because like I don't have that many kid pictures of me." You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. but then like our like your whole feed is just like a million photographs of their children and like i guess okay. you love them and like, that's fine good for you but also like do you have to stage everything to be a photograph for your like weird social personality like that's strange and uncomfortable and i never think about taking pictures when i'm having a great time yeah ever really well, right like i'm i'm there and i'm having a great yeah, time there, i'm not there like and there and in the moment that's like that's like on yeah. youtube you see all these people at rock shows and at concerts and stuff and they're watching it through their phone because yeah. they're filming it's like what the fuck are you doing no <laughs> man it ruins me i don't get it i'll never be it and whatever like maybe i'm just not like i'm definitely an outlier in my generation 100 and oh yeah you're an odd but boy. i don't get it i don't get it and like i don't want to get it I'd rather not have any of it, <laughs> but we decided to like have a business and that's fine. So we kind of have to do it. Well, but one yeah. day, one day when Bitcoin does what Bitcoin's going to do, mm -hmm. that's when you can just go, Hey, I don't even have to have this business anymore. And you'll just well, do or the we farm. can have the business and we don't have to worry about like, yeah, we can farm and have business, but we don't have to worry about like attaining X amount of like purchases or whatever like we can just do it because we love it and right cool or you Trade, just go you go old, you go old school that like what we used to do we called it we called it word of mouth like when i opened up yeah. when i when i started doing hair 
And I mm -hmm. opened up my salon. I only had a few clients that it was word of mouth. And I made mm -hmm. them, I, I did little promos for them. I said, I'm going to give you some yeah. money off. You bring me somebody else. Word of mouth. Yeah. I never yeah. spent, I never spent any money on advertising or mm -hmm. anything. Like and you're that. not either. I mean, yeah, like you said, we're straight up social media and stuff. And like, if the time comes that we can, yeah, through Bitcoin support ourselves or however that works out. Um, but just like, we love what we're doing. That's why we're doing it. So if we right. can just keep doing it and like, maybe it'll be for money or maybe it'll be for like gifts or yeah. trade or whatever, like that's cool. Like it's a, it's, we love what we're doing. So we're doing it. Like we're yes. turning, you know, we're supporting farms that we believe in into like another product that we believe in. Like, and that's the thing you got to hook me thing. up with your wife. We can do that cacao. That's right. We're going to have beans. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm like working on establishing legitimate relationships with every single place that we're getting ingredients from. Like, yeah. that's my thing. Yeah. Like I want to travel around the world and meet the people who are, making the sugar cane or right. the cacao you know what i mean right i think like i think i think we've got they're harvesting her mom's harvesting and taking it down because we're not at full yet i think mm -hmm. we got a year and a half because five years is what it takes to get full-blown mm -hmm. harvest mm -hmm. on the on the cacao and i think we're only a year and a half away and it's the same thing when we go over there if it is working as we think it will mm -hmm. it will shit, we may not even have to dip into the savings to pay right. for it, it, it yeah, may. Of that. Mm -hmm. as i as i say well we still will because there's so many nieces and nephews running around and i'll start spoiling the living fuck out of them mm -hmm. i get it i got a niece on the way like yeah i got a nephew now he's about to be six and like i have you know i have a little um something with some Bitcoin on there for him when he turns like X amount of years old or whatever, you know? Well, here's the, the thing of kids. Here's the great one. Uh, just the, the podcast that I published up, uh, whatever this week with Jay Gap, he's mm -hmm. got two kids, he's got 10 and a 12 year old. He gives them their allowance. They got their phones, of course. He gives mm -hmm. them their allowance in Bitcoin. Oh no shit. Puts it in the wallet on their phone. If they want to spend it, they don't spend it. They give it back to dad and he takes the cash and goes, does it. But what's mm -hmm. happening is, is especially with this 12 year old, she's like, why what? Wait, if I hold this a little while longer, it'll be worth more, right? <laughs> and I'm like, this is a 12 year old. Boom. I said, man, you're the dad of the century right That's now. What's up? Yeah. And How I was like, yeah. Yeah, because mm -hmm. all these, all these, all the Bitcoiners that have kids and stuff, mm -hmm. maybe they're younger and they're at that allowance age right. or whatever. Yeah. What a way to teach them about the reality of money. Hell yeah. Like, Fuck, shit, I, I didn't have an allowance. I had like, do your chores or do your, there was no option. You just like did your shit. Or like, if you want money, go get a job. So I babysat and bailed hay, like I said, my brother did sure. as well. But then it was like, okay, I want to like, smoke weed or like have gas money or what you know what i mean like that's yeah. like pretty much all i wanted to do whatever but like that's really interesting and really smart like very interesting yeah that's it, when it when it came out i was just like oh my god because i don't have kids so this would never come mm -hmm. across my mind sure, yeah like, yeah oh my god and it's same thing you know for me kids or nieces and nephews well Mm -hmm. My niece and my niece and nephew 
here in the states they're they're both dentists and they're grown up they don't need they don't need nothing they got right. more than i got well they don't yeah. have more than i got i've been trying to get them on bitcoin and there you go 25 and 28 they're smart they're dentists blah blah they don't get it they don't mm -hmm. get it they don't want to hear it that's yep. just crazy fucking uncle bubba <laughs> yeah, yeah you know but yeah i thought that i thought that was a that was a great idea I, yeah, was laugh I was laughing. I was laughing in my soul when you were going on about people putting their kids up on Facebook and taking all the pictures and all that stuff. <laughs> hey, doggy. Oh, there that's he is. Yeah. He likes to do this when I he, he said, hey, pay attention to me. That's right. <laughs> but I was laughing at it because you, you were like, you were like wondering how you, you know, you tell them I'm so cut and dry. Mm -hmm. black and white cut and dried and here you go here comes the truth it's coming at you i've told my friends i go i'm gonna let you in on something if i know you know like the only you put up these pictures of all your your kids and you love them and since mm -hmm. i know you and i love you because you're a really close friend i love your kids i like mm -hmm. to see them grow up sure. but i'm going to be honest with you you've you, first off you've got a thousand friends on facebook they're not your fucking friends I'm going to let you know what they really think of your kids' pictures. They don't give a fuck about your goddamn kids. Nope. Guaranteed they don't give a fuck. So quit putting it up. I don't care yep. how many fucking likes you get. They yeah. don't fucking care. Like, I don't know why you're using your children for dopamine. Yeah. Or whatever, whatever. Like, oh no one cares. <laughs> no shit. And then, yeah. but then that was like my weird predicament. Cause I was like, I'm not very active on social media, like personally. And then I was like, man, are my, all my friends, all my homies having kids, like they're beautiful and I love them and I'd rather see them in real life. But like, they're putting all this stuff on social media and like, am I being a dick for not liking it? Like, whatever, I guess, sorry, but like, I'm not going to like scroll through shit and like, like every single picture that you post like 8,000 a I day. Don't, Cause if I don't like it, they'll, they'll think I don't like them. <laughs> Why am I submitting to this like insanity? No thanks. I'm just gonna take my dog to the woods and go running and like see friends in real life and make them dinner and like that's it. Yeah. Jeez Louise. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's, that, that, that's the thing. Like, like you used you use the word insanity. Mm -hmm. It really is. Mm -hmm. It it is in fucking sanity it because is. there's people, your friends put up a picture. And you almost feel like, well, they're my friends. I gotta hit that like right. button, and that's insanity. Right. Why should I feel this? Why do I feel this way? Why should I have to feel this? This is I don't crazy. Know. It's it's the conditioning that's coming down the you know that's been coming down the pike now for however long you know. Yeah. Facebook's been on the thing, or Twitter, and all these other mm -hmm. things. You know, like you just feel this need to. Well, I, I gotta say okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. I saw it. I I approve or oh I'm so right. happy for you. And that was like, you know, I always loved it there back in the back in the early days of social media. Mm -hmm. How many fucking plates of food can you take a picture of? For sure. Yeah. Did you what? know did you know there was like some studies done uh based on people going out to eat and their social media accounts, how much longer people were out to eat due to social media accounts that exponentialed into how much money per year restaurants lost because of because of it taking photographs of said food and drinks what that's 
crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like because they what? sit at the they sit at the table longer. Yeah, to take their pictures of all their fucking bullshit. Whatever. <laughs> oh yep. my god, amazing. And then like sure enough, table turns are like a third less by the you know for a whole year because yeah. people are there that much longer taking pictures. And it's like, does that help the business out? Not really. Not really. No, because like, on social media, they look great, but like money in the pocket of the people, no, it doesn't help them at all. I'm with you 100% of the step of the way on that one. You know, I just, mm -hmm. it, it's unfathomable to me, but mm -hmm. you know, what are you going to do? Hey, your, uh, your art, what, what type of art do you do? What do you do? When you say you're doing your art, what do you do? Oh, yeah. So I'm predominantly a wood woodcut. Okay. That's the chop in the wood. Yeah. Carbon oh. wood, woodcut printmaker, or screen printing printmaker. I did screen printing for a while, way back yeah. in the. Yeah. Back so in the you day, did woodcutting or screen printing. Um, and I like was pretty over art for a long time after I got done with art school. In the academia of it and oh, yeah. all that shit and like that took all the fun out of it it sure did and then yeah. i was like wait in order for me to make money off of this i have to do this like that feels gross and weird and like i don't like that and like i have to like put on this like facade yeah. of a businessy person and sell myself or a, or a fake arty yeah. farty person you know yeah. it seemed like you were hipster the hipsters and yeah, and I got commissioned actually um, in my city to do a couple different art works publicly outside. And my submissions got turned down because they were either too political or ah. relig religiously blasphemous. What? What the hell were you? What were you doing? Blasphemous. Specifically, the one that was religiously blasphemous that got turned down that I had to, it was basically, I can redo it and get paid two grand to do it, or I can opt out and remove myself and someone else will come in and do it and get two grand. So I was like, well, fuck, like, what do I do here? Like, I don't want to, again, sell out, but also, you know, I got to eat and pay my stuff. So like, what do I do? So like, all right, fine, I'll switch it up. So at that point, I was like, I feel like Michelangelo putting in like secret stuff. Yeah, you know? you're, you're hiding it in. You're hiding yeah, it. Yeah, I'm in putting in secret stuff that like <laughs> they don't see and they approve. Like this is ridiculous. But basically, it was this project where they were doing electric boxes on like rad women throughout history. It was the thing who've like done stuff through history, whatever. So I had, I had these two women who were abolitionists for slavery um and women's rights activists etc so i had i had made like stencil style work like printmaker work screen printing work style of their faces essentially in like a stained glass look um so they kind of look like saints Right, so they had like the, you know, the, the fist with the cross right. for women, whatever. And it, it was on this whole panel of like these white 
older Christian dude <laughs> to the city who turned it down because it was blasphemous to Christianity and too political. And it was like, you guys asked me to make artwork about women who were who were abolitionists for slavery and activists for women's rights. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's kind of political. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, inherently, it's, it's, that's, inherently, that's the artwork, whatever. So, like, and I didn't even realize, like, I didn't even think about it as Christian artwork whatsoever, but it just, it just so happened that it seemed like stained glassy, whatever. And so the, the woman putting the project together emailed me and was like, hey, sorry to bother you, but this is the deal. Like, <laughs> your shit got turned down. They liked the idea, but can you take out all of the symbolism that might be misconstrued? Yeah. By who? And offend, well, you know. offend the Christians and in, in, offend the Christians who are funding the project and offend, um, yeah, it was basically that. Um, they were like, can you just like make it like more like flowery and nicey nicey? And then we'll okay it and fund it and yeah. that's fine. And then you can paint it. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, what? Yeah. Yeah. This is crazy. So I had a couple of those happen and I was like, <laughs> I don't like. So I can get paid to do public artwork because I have this background in art from this city, but like anything I want to put out that's like remotely, yep. um, you know. Well, since you, do, yeah. since, you, since you do screen printing, you can print up the shirts mm -hmm. and say simply just black shirts with white letters. Or oh, white yeah. shirts and just say i'm offended by your offense <laughs> basically yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i'm offended yeah. you're offended i'm, I'm offended. really offended by by that you know i'm offended you're offended but also like fuck you i'm gonna do whatever i want yeah. <laughs> so you hide in the subliminal messages you should have yeah you know, so, so i ended that, up putting like old school like wiccan and like pagan symbolism in it yep which was like what i was saying in the first place whatever ridiculous so I ended up doing that and it was accepted because it was like, oh, that's pretty. Was that on a piece of wood that you were doing or something? No, else? that was on an electric box, like okay. in the city. So it was like like the electric boxes throughout the city that like run like the stoplights and stuff. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Oh, okay. That's yeah. cool. That's yeah. Cool. So so it was like stencil work that I had put together. But otherwise, yeah, like lately I've been just working on like mycelium based kind of bitcoin inspired natural work wood um, in wood in wood yeah yeah, Fully yeah. In wood, sorry. yeah yeah um and then whatever i was thinking i'll i'll addition it like 21 prints yeah. you know the the nice the special number 21 prints addition yeah. it see where it goes but i've i've mainly like been pretty excited to make artwork just because i'm excited about bitcoin and like it, yeah, it reignited a fire in you. Not for anyone but myself, mainly. Right. Like, I just wanted to do it, so I'm going to fucking do it. And, like, if anyone's yep. into it, cool. And if not, I don't really care. Like, sure. yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, you can you can incorporate that, that magic number in there. I always thought it was funny. I always wonder this about Satoshi. 
Was he a gambler? Did he like blackjack? Is that why it's 21 million? Dude, I just had this conversation with my dad recently. Really? Why is it 21 million? And like, I'm, I don't really like, I'm not great at poker. I don't know much for poker. The only thing I know is 21. Yeah. Otherwise okay. I feel like, otherwise I play like screw your neighbor or nickels. Right. Um, crazy. It's shit like that. But I like, don't, I don't know any like poker games very well. Yeah. Well, the, I, I just always that. wondered that like, like the minute I fed, that's the minute I found that out, and I wish I would have heard that years ago, because that twenty-one million—that was what got me in. Boom! Oh, there oh, can no be shit. no more, right? Yeah. And I always wondered, well, twenty-one—we all know is blackjack. It's the best. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. Right. And I always go, does he have a sense of humor? Yeah, yeah. Why, why wasn't it twenty-two million? Mm -hmm. <laughs> why is yeah, it twenty-one? Twenty-one. Yeah, blackjack. There you go. You win. Right. Yeah. And then I was like. Okay, like, what's the what's the book that I'm thinking of? Um, where the the magic number, the key to the universe, is forty two. Uh, I don't know the book. Uh, Guardian? No, not Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, <laughs> Super Troopers. Yes, I do love Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, it, those are great movies, and that's a great movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> those are fun. Those are fun. Yeah, I, I just always wonder about that. Where, where did that come from? And and mm -hmm. and and because numbers, you know, that whole numerology thing. I'm I'm really into that. I think it's cool. Oh as no, shit. shit! Are you really? Well, I don't know how to do it. I'm just fascinated by it. Like, uh, okay. coast to coast AM is one of those. You, you trucker, you listen to that. I to coast all the time before podcasts and he has that one uh, lady on that that's what yeah. she's the numerology and i'm just i'm riveted i'm just <laughs> wow and but also i've always been sort of a math guy that's what i was good in that's just natural mm -hmm. to me that's what the one year of glorious college was was financially calm you know this shit numbers 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 it's always been numbers yeah. so when i found that numerology thing i'm just like fascinated listening yeah, to, yeah. to the to that show and when the show's over i'm like god damn it i want more i want more and i've gone to the websites and looked at them and stuff because yeah. i just think it's it's cool mm -hmm. and what if and what if math i've always said math is life mm -hmm. bitcoin is math man you know mm -hmm. everything everything's math numerology has to have something in there mm -hmm. just, i mean throughout all the sciences whether it's hocus pocus shit numerology has been studied for centuries they've been mm -hmm. doing this for centuries so there's got to be something to it totally to i mean it. if you think about like solar flares effects on earth and yeah like human interaction and enterprise or natural order and then every planet you yep. know right like their retrogrades or not or whatever their interaction with earth and how that corresponds to us as creatures on the earth like those yep. are all like legitimate things right like i mean there's magnetic fields and poles yeah to all the, these moon, the moon the moon and right. the tides the moon and yeah, the tides those are legitimate right so yeah. i don't i guess i'm not the type of person to ever be like that's bullshit yeah 
Nah. I'd rather say like, show me some stuff and like explain me some things and like, maybe it makes a little sense. I don't know. And like, so, so naturally I've always been drawn to like the occult or numerology or astrology or witchcraft or things of that nature. Like I studied a billion different kinds of Christianities, you know, for my first half of my life. And I was like, yeah. eh, I get all the things there. So like, I'll just like keep going. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you said. And at the end of the day, math is truth, right? Like, I mean, the Fibonacci and fractals basically like explain our whole reality on some level. So, like, well, you think about it in the, the, in the normal world, math is truth. Mm-hmm. And I always use this, you know, because when they came out with with Common Core and all that other fucking crazy mm-hmm. math shit, I'm like, no. If you've got two apples in one hand and you got two apples in another. You ain't got five apples. You got four mm-hmm. fucking apples. Right, you throw it. one of those away. You got three fucking apples. It's yeah, that yeah. fucking simple. Don't give me this shit, you know. Mm-hmm. But the building blocks of life—it's very much attached to math. Almost to anything that mm-hmm. in even all this shit on technology inside that computer under the hood that I don't understand. I know it's math. I totally. know it. Cause I read it. All these systems are fractals. Like, I mean, all these mushroom systems and like, yeah, all these tree systems, neurons, highways, everything. internet, everything, the way society is structured cities, that's all fractal yep. math. Fibonacci sequence like that's it like the honeycomb structure is like the key to the universe I'm pretty sure I don't know how it all works out but I'm no shit right there you know what I mean like I'm with you on that one stuff (laughs) that I like try to take back to reality and I was like I don't remember something about uh hexagons maybe whatever (laughs) yeah yeah when you when you watch those documentaries I don't know if you do but when you watch those documentaries on the bees and how they work you just Mm -hmm. Fuck, they're better than we are. <laughs> they're a lot better. They're just small. We we can get them, you know. Mm-hmm. But the honeycomb structure, the hexagon, like like in building, like if you're building a building, the yeah. hexagon is strong. It's so strong, and like even like we're we're working on like some like old school tonic based like bubbly beverages. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So like actual like plants and roots and like real shit that you can drink and it's good for you whatever so we're working on that and the other day I was sitting there like we're running our test batches and like we use star sand so it's just like a sanitization um deal so whatever you like clean out your things in it and it bubbles up into bubbles but it's like they all automatically are hexagon structures when bubbles like accumulate naturally they're automatic automatically hexagons and it's like damn okay so there's obviously like inherently intelligence in this structure right 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 like naturally universally it grows into this so clearly that's got to be like okay that makes sense to utilize and it's it's, strong it's kind of like snowflakes under a microscope Mm -hmm. a lot of snowflakes got a hexagon to them you know Mm That's the mo- one of the most natural things on earth. Here comes right. here comes the water that's solid. 
Here yeah. it comes. Yeah. And, you know, and then you get back to the and whole like all of a sudden, like, oh, water has memory and like it holds all of these things to it. Like, ah, and then hexagons are super strong. Like, I don't know. We don't have definitive answers, but yeah. it's like something, well, right? Thank God that they decided that the wheel would not be a hexagon. That would be a shit ride. That what now? <laughs> that the wheel's not a hexagon because yeah. that'd be a shit fucking ride. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God that's round. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God for the circle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll take that. Yeah. Well, anyways, uh, let's wrap this baby up. We're at two hours. Oh, yeah. and we're at two hours I plus. Know. But... I got some deliveries to get to here. So, yeah. There you go. Have... You got to get to work, girl. I got to go to bed for crying out loud. You got to go to bed. I got to get to work. Shoot. But, uh, just to, the, 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 to wrap it up, I, this is just a personal thing. Like I said, I found you through Vallis and I needed to get, I needed to get a little deeper story because I've, in the age group that you're in, but you're coming from more of an earthy sort of side of it and not a tech side. Cause everybody we hear, I needed to hear that because I think what you're doing, I think is fucking great. And I know what you're working toward now. I know what you're mm. working toward. If if there was any way that <laughs> I don't know if you can, if there was any way that you know how people are shilling Bitcoin like crazy, mm -hmm. I, if there's any way that you can shill what we were talking about, that touching back with nature to somebody, because if I say it, I know if I say it, fuck, okay, boomer, shut the fuck up. That's how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how it, that's how it fucking goes and don't say it sure, doesn't it does sure. but like it, it, in that world also long maybe when when you're shilling to your friends or whatever you're doing mm -hmm. if you t try to tie your shill in yours and only yours because you got it it's just natural and you the bitcoin and the nature thing with it because i mm -hmm. think you could you could turn some folks especially that aren't tech because mm -hmm. tech head, the tech heads are the tech heads, and who knows if you can. Sure. Same thing, but from that that inner circle of yours, I think you could run with that, and mm -hmm. that might be a shell that would get them a little mm -hmm. bit, and maybe that would open their eyes up. Because, like you said, when you explain it to them now, they're like, "Whatever, I'm not dealing with it." Right, right. But I think I think you could do that. Mm -hmm. I dig that, and like honestly, I think that's I think that's my thing of like you know, my favorite space to slang what I'm doing is in festivals at bluegrass music festivals. And like, people are open and having a great time and they're to experience like everything there is to offer. So like, at that point, if I have like, you know, purchase what we're selling in Bitcoin, you know, up on our booth, and then like, yeah. that's obviously going to instigate a conversation. At least, right? at least. It's inevitable if I have pay us in Bitcoin and you get a discount, right? Right. So I think that's a really good opportunity to like connect to that side of my life of people who are in the same boat, like not techie and more like nature based, yep. non like nature technology versus like built technology based. I think that's a I think that's an opportunity that I'm really really pumped about. Yeah, because I think because I think they would understand the because of them not being the techie base but they would understand that element come from you and then that whole time thing 
where mm -hmm. it's at in time. Sure. That that's part of the whole looking down the road thing. But yeah, mm -hmm. I think I I just think that's an angle that I've not seen from anybody else. I've not seen it. You're the yeah. only one I've run across. Take that because I've been looking for it and I haven't found it either. And I think that's like where the good friend of mine who has been pushing me to like be into Bitcoin and like shill it even has been like, you're the only person I know who's like in this spot. So like, how can you connect that to like your tribe or your people or whatever? Right. And I, I dig that. Yeah, I agree with that. And like, I think it's really important and um, it's really exciting and it's maybe a potential opportunity that like, hey, That's save right. yourself save yourselves and like keep doing whatever the fuck you want to do but like here's another like little branch yep just another right another branch of it yeah mm -hmm. and i mean not that you know now now the world's on your shoulders <laughs> <laughs> don't oh no no fucking pressure <laughs> but, yeah well that's good to know that somebody else has said the same goddamn thing to you you know mm -hmm. so but that's what i saw i was just like wow that's fascinating right there you know, because it's not, it. it's not, uh, it's, it, it's, I don't know. It's just, like I said, if, if I was to mention that it's poo-pooed, I can't mention anything. It's poo-pooed. I'm old. Fair. Yeah. I'm the, I'm the enemy. <laughs> you <know? laughs> yeah. But, you just get okay, boomer. I get it. Yeah. 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 It. Yeah. I, I really hate it. when that phrase came out. I'm like, at first, because I'm a boomer, I didn't even understand what the fuck they meant. Okay, boomer. right, and it doesn't count for you. You're different. I mean, you're not. You're not that really. Well, I I didn't get it, and I saw it typed. When mm -hmm. I heard the tone of voice of somebody saying, "I went, <laughs> motherfucker." <laughs> Once I heard the tone of voice, I went, "I know what yeah. the fuck they're saying." Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyways, well, I appreciate it, Bubba. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. It was great. And uh, it was mm -hmm. it was what I thought. It was what I thought. And we went okay. off in a million different directions. But anyways, sure. thank you for coming on and get back and get to work with your deliveries and stuff. But it'll be up here in a little while and just thanks. It was great. Yeah, I'm happy to talk anytime. Oh, and I'm I'm talking to your bud next week, Zach. Zach's oh, next right week. On. Nice. And, Hell and yeah. that'll be and that'll be a whole nother oh, conversation. That'll be a <laughs> i'm sure oh yeah I, I i'm mentally preparing myself i gotta be on the ball for that one yeah hell yeah so awesome all righty well have a good night get to okay, get some work you. done we'll see okay. you bye Take care. see now wasn't lying that one went in a lot different directions i liked it i like those conversations i don't we don't need to talk about nodes all goddamn day long and everything else because there's more to it it is it is the big part of it the whole bitcoin the nodes the tech the this and that but it's the people behind it i keep going i can't strive it uh, enough it's the people 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 let's not lose humanity while we go with this technology let's make technology work for humanity not the other way around hope you like it